0: on podcast network
1: uh as a heads up michael has been brainstorming what he'd like to do next oh, Okay, like to join uh us again yeah or I maybe still, do well, his own episode and leave me out i have no idea but he the other night mentioned to me that he really would like to do three ninjas oh fuck <laughs> uh, yeah Hunter. Hello. Hi. You know I'm a bit, huh?
0: Yeah, I had so many, like, bit ideas for this episode, I was like, maybe the whole episode we will just keep doing, like, you know what I heard?
1: Can we just just make up rumors about everybody who's ever been on this podcast?
0: Yeah, but I was like, I don't want them to be, like, mean. And then I was like, oh, let me look up, I looked up famous, famous rumors, rumors, which is hard to do, because apparently there's, like, a Fleetwood Mac cover band called Famous Rumors.
1: Oh, yeah, that that makes sense.
0: Oh, the mayor's here.
1: Did he just let himself in? Yeah,
0: he just opens the door.
1: Hi. Yeah,
0: he's a very hands-on mayor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wants to spill the tea. Tell you the gossip.
0: Remember the gossip? Was that Beth Ditto?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fun fact about that. Yeah. On my way here. I, I've i been into this like groove lately where I try to listen to the soundtrack of whatever movie we are going to talk about oh. on my way here. Yeah. Just because it yeah. kind of gets me in the in the space, you know, yeah, the
0: headspace. No, that's uh, that's a great idea. And I am in I have, my car. In my notes, I have. What do you think of this soundtrack?
1: Oh yeah, we talk. About, we'll talk about it because I got I got thoughts. Yeah, I was trying to find the soundtrack, but I had already plugged my phone into CarPlay, and I'm like, play, gossip soundtrack, and then it's like playing the gossip, and then like played Beth, Beth ditto and yeah. I was like. Love them. Not what I'm looking for. Yeah, so yeah. So I had to unplug my phone and search for it, and it's not on Spotify. So as soon as I saw the credits pop up and it said soundtrack by Graeme Revel, or Revelle, I yeah. don't know how to say his name. No, but I Forgive know Forgive me, sir. I'm going to screw it up because I've never heard anyone say it. Yeah. But I know every movie he's done a soundtrack for because they're stellar. He did The Crow, yes. The Craft, The Saint, yes. uh, Dune. Uh, all the Riddicks.
0: All the Riddicks. All, all the
1: Riddicks. Uh, he did Bride of Chucky. Oh, yeah. He did uh, yeah, I mean... Crush. He did Basketball Diaries.
0: Oh, that's a good one. What's on the Crush soundtrack?
1: I don't remember, but I know he did it's, it. But it's good, yeah. Uh, but my favorite soundtracks are some of his. And so as soon as I saw that pop up, I was like, how have I never seen this? It's literally just the formula for everything I would have liked oh,
0: this movie? when this came out. You've never yeah. seen it? Never. So that was going to be my, my opening question, which was like, what is your history with this? There's
1: nothing. There's none.
0: So here's, like, as listeners, avid listeners, as Allison would say, eagle-eared listeners, mm. will know that a couple episodes ago we casually brought up in conversation like Joshua Jackson and doing a Joshua Jackson movie on the podcast soon because we haven't done one in a while.
1: Yeah, we only did Cursed.
0: We only did Cursed. So it's like, let me look this up. Let me find a, a movie... That he's the lead in. It's like almost none.
1: It's ima- it's amazing to me. So I thought about this. Yeah. After we talked about doing a Josh Jackson Jackson movie, I Josh was like, Jackson. Josh Jackson.
0: Josh Jackson. Everybody.
1: I'm a, I'm a real big fan.
0: I actually am too. It's probably different, but it's probably not that different.
1: Oh no. Well, listen. He's definitely number one crush in my life. Yeah. But I also think he's a stellar actor. Those he things is. don't always coincide. No. 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 And I think he's underutilized. Well, like, now,
0: having looked at his filmography and been like, there's not any... There's not really... Except for, like, The Skulls.
1: I couldn't come up with one off the top of my head. Aside yeah. from, like, Mighty Ducks or The right. Skulls. And I was right. like, I don't really care for either of those movies. I mean, Mighty Ducks is great for what it is. Sure. But it's, I wouldn't call it a Josh Jackson movie. No. Though, that's what he's most famous for, aside from being Dawson's Pacey. Dawson's
0: Creek, yeah. Which also, as an aside, the affair doesn't go Oh, enough.
1: listen. Well, that's what I'm going to get into. Oof. But he... Shines in TV. Yeah. The affair, Fringe.
0: He has good. Fringe was
1: incredible.
0: Fringe is a good show.
1: Doctor Death didn't see it. It's something.
0: T V acting and movie acting are different. Anybody that's done both will tell you. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's because T V is a lot closer. Yeah. It's a lot smaller. So your acting is a lot more like facial acting rather than like selling things with your body posture. Movie acting is a little bit larger, even though you can do close-ups in movies, but you do a lot of other things as well. So you're existing more in a huge space, you know, large space. He's pretty fucking good at both. Like when he's in movies, maybe he's quote-unquote not utilized. I'm not mocking you by doing the quote-unquote. I agree, but also like maybe that's a choice. Maybe he's not going out for leads. Maybe he's like, oh, I can do this. Like he reads a script. And goes like, "Oh, this like second string, third string character, I can nail this." Yeah, because um, he's great in Cruel Intentions.
1: Is he in Cruel Intentions?
0: I believe so. Am I am I wrong about this? I this don't. Up.
1: I didn't know he was in Cruel Intentions. He's an urban legend. He's in a lot of things as himself, like little bit parts. He's uncredited in Muppets in Space.
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: <laughs> uh, Ocean's Eleven. He he plays himself. That's
0: right. They're playing uh, poker. Yeah.
1: Actually, technically,
0: yeah, that's two Joshua Jackson movies.
1: Oh, yeah, right. You did do Ocean's Eleven. We did
0: do Ocean's Eleven, yeah. I don't seven.
1: think he's in Cool Intentions.
0: He is. Yeah, is he's he? Blaine, yeah. He is... Oh, I don't
1: I remember him in he that. He
0: bleach blonde. Wait. or whatever. It's been years. I forgot
1: years. about that entirely. You're right. Yeah. Holy shit. And he's
0: great. I remember watching it like four or five years ago with Allison who hadn't seen it. And we threw it on, and it's really fucking good. Another stellar
1: up. soundtrack. Ooh, in fact, yes. I think the soundtrack is better than the movie. But that's a hot take. It um, is,
0: but they're both very good. I think. Uh, like,
1: yeah, I mean, I haven't watched the movie in over a decade, but the soundtrack I've listened to within the last year.
0: It's still steamy, but I am much older than them now,
1: so it is it's, weird. Yeah, it's less hot. I don't know. I listen. They're I like hot adult. I'm babies, not going to lie weird. to you because. Uh, the fight scene between Joshua Jackson and uh, James Marsden in this it does it does things.
0: Uh, how about later during the big reveal
1: mm-hmm.
0: when uh, Joshua Jackson says, <laughs> and I quote, "The other night when you were pounding the shit out
1: of me." Yeah, yeah, there was that. <laughs> that was that. And I went.
0: That line was written for Tina. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>.
1: uh- <laughs> anyway, so I had been thinking about what we could watch, and I was like, let me just go through. The IMDb. And see what I can find. Yeah, yeah. And this, I saw and I was like, Gossip 2000? He was still on Dawson's Creek then. Interesting. So I pop it open. And it's got like an all-star cast, especially for the year 2000.
0: It's a good cast. It's a cast that would go on to some prominence.
1: Oh, like huge stuff.
0: And almost all entirely within television.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It is. It had like a real interesting premise.
0: Yeah. I definitely had seen this. Yeah? But like... Once, maybe, maybe like it feels like a movie that I caught because I recognized some of the actors and it was like within my milieu. I was trying to describe it to people. And I was like, it's a teen, you know, 2000, year 2000, teenage, like not quite slasher, but like murder mystery. And they're like, oh, OK, it's like kind of got a Hitchcocky vibe to it. Definitely
1: has a lot of Hitchcock. Type reveals and things yes, like it's, that. Yes, it's
0: it's the what is truth, what is reality. And, right, and, and it like... It has a lot to say about the nature of... The concept of truth. Yeah. Well, there's
1: also a lot of we won't show you what happened. Right. Uh, it's
0: asking you to inhabit the headspace of someone in this circle is this true is this false what happened what didn't what do we know what do we think
1: right they literally close the door on you and you have to sort of surmise what happened for yourself and then as you're listening to the characters try to determine who's telling the truth and who's lying
0: right what what you think
1: yeah Yeah. um so i did get that vibe um
0: which is it's interesting it is especially coming in the year 2000 because like it, it it definitely draws a line into celebrity gossip culture sure and is gossip news is like i guess literally the theme of the class they're in right. eric bogosian's class by the way i
1: know i love that so much <laughs> i was like what and he plays like <laughs> such a huge role in this
0: and he's great and yeah like because he's only got like two real scenes or two and a half scenes or whatever
1: he's got a couple more than that yeah there's but- at least four at least four Well he's got like classroom scenes. He's got like
0: two or three classroom scenes. He's got like the scene in his office and then the final scene. Yeah, so like five
1: Well and there's that one where he overhears them somewhere in a library or restaurant or a cafe or something. But like but
0: but yeah, he he's he's really good. He delivers everything like really well. Yeah. And he's a good actor. Like that's not surprising. He's a good like Swiss Army actor where you can put him into a lot of films and and scenarios and genres and he'll give you a good performance. He's done a lot.
1: I would like to do something before we dive into this. Oh, okay. Uh, I think we should do a trigger warning.
0: 100%, yes.
1: This discusses a lot of difficult uh, yes. topics. So there's a big old S.A. Yes. trigger warning here. Yeah,
0: uh, the movie, like we, it's not like, oh, we might bring up, but th- this is built into, the, it's baked into the plot of the movie. Sexual assault is going to be a through line throughout the film
1: yeah so if if you are not comfortable with t- hearing about it or seeing it don't watch the movie and don't listen yeah, to this absolutely not listener be advised yeah, yeah.
0: luckily for you we have almost a hundred episodes that feature no such triggering content but yes uh, that's a good that's a good call for out early in the episode because yes yeah yeah watching it i was like oh okay and like i said i i had seen this but i it's been so long, and it's such a. I'm sure I watched it at a time when I was watching a million movies like this, because mm-hmm. they were pumping them out, man. If you could get one actor who was on the WB or at the time, to- <laughs> you know, like it was the WB at the time. It's the CW now, right? Like, yeah, I think so. If you get one, any of them, and they were like every show had eight of them, every show, you know. Yeah, it's like One Tree Hill. How many guys and la- and ladies, you know? are on that. It's like they have like 14 main characters and like right. the Gilmore girls and seventh heaven like if you could get any of those kids to appear in your movie, that movie's getting into theaters.
1: That's true. Yeah, I mean and for this, good or ill. <laughs> this movie has a traditional lineup. It's everybody you could imagine.
0: It's such a weird little mix of people cuz it's like it's all people who definitely were all obviously acting at the time, mm-hmm. but it's a weird Mélange of these stars.
1: I agree, and yeah. it's I think it's kind of interesting because I never knew that Josh Jackson worked with Norman Reedus. Yeah, and that's awkward now. Sorry, Josh, but uh, uh, you gotta explain this to me. Oh, Diane Kruger is now engaged to Norman Reedus, but was dating Josh Jackson for a million years. Uh, wait, really? Yeah, she. I I believe. Oh wow! She left him for Norman Reedus.
0: Wow, big Walking Dead fan. Mm. I guess.
1: I don't know. He he looks like a homeless dude in the subway to me. I don't get it.
0: This is okay. You know what? Let's just jump. I have many. I have a lot to say. I wrote notes. Should we, excellent humans? That was a good call. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I heard? I heard, "Hello, excellent humans." (laughs) Welcome Uh... to the 104th episode. Wow. Of Hate Watch, Great Watch. I am today your co-host Hunter Bush. With me, my very special co-host. Tina Dillon say hi
1: hi
0: and yesterday we were talking about the film gossip from the year 2000 as Tina mentioned there's a content warning for this episode and it's unavoidable uh so we understand if you turn it off now that's totally fair and maybe you want to skip to the last like 10 minutes because we won't bring up any of the content it's just our review yeah but and uh and then you can skip the last 10 minutes and then it'll count for us as a listen I think I think that's how that works if you listen to the first couple of minutes and then you listen to the last 10 I think it still counts
1: Yeah, I think as long as you scroll all the way to the end.
0: Yeah. So from the year 2000, directed by Davis Guggenheim, it's an hour and 30 minutes, and it is rated R. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So I took notes on the plot, like I always do. Sure. But I also just wrote down a couple of random questions that occurred to me throughout the film. Okay. So let's just jump to question four. Norman Reedus, handsome or no? No. No? You're in the no category? No,
1: absolutely not handsome. I don't get it. He's actually, admittedly, much better looking in this than he is later on, uh, in his well, life. That's
0: just the ravages of time.
1: Uh, not entirely. I, I, I read we're all, something.
0: We were all better looking in 2000 than we are now.
1: I don't even remember what I looked like in 2000.
0: My skin had still had all that collagen and elasticity, and no wrinkles.
1: Yeah, I definitely had more metabolism.
0: Yeah, I was I was a lot taut. I, I was, was more taut, like a drum.
1: <laughs> I was svelter. never yes. svelte. No, Svelter. <laughs> It's a sliding scale.
0: Comparatively now, if you were to put me in 2000 and me in 2023 next to each other, you'd be like, well, that one is -er. (laughs) svelte-er. Correct. That one is svelte-esque. Svelte-ish. (laughs) Svelte-ish. It has the capacity to be svelte. Whereas now it's like, Grandpa, would you like to lay down... You look sleepy. And I'm like, I am quite sleepy, yes.
1: Yeah, also, so is my metasmalism. It went to sleep in metasmalism. 2000. <laughs> metasmalism. That's metasmalism. Metasmalism. My razz <laughs> <laughs> My metabolism went to sleep in 2000 and never yeah, woke my, up. Yeah, my metasmalism
0: <laughs> did jazz hands and then died. <laughs> Norman Reedus, hot or not?
1: I meant to say, though, uh, I found out through some Googling that he apparently had, like, facial reconstructive surgery. Like, he had a really bad injury.
0: Oh, wow. Really?
1: Yeah, like his jaw and something else, his jaw and his nose, something. He had like facial reconstructive surgery later on in his life. That made a lot of sense because he does look comparatively different to me and it felt like more than aging. He's a photographer and apparently a very good one. And he's real like into the arts. Actually, I was reading something that sort of insinuated that the art that he does in this movie was like his doing.
0: Yeah, apparently he did all the, like, I don't know if you call it collage, where it's it's, multi- mixed media. Mixed media, yeah, Yeah. multimedia thing in his loft, but he apparently put that together himself.
1: He's got this, like, hobo troubadour look about him in this.
0: Dude, the opening scene, they gave him a fucking Doctor Who scarf. Yeah, he looks- like, a pea coat, and everybody had that, like, push-down 2000s hair- and he just looks like he could have been like the 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 base roadie for oasis or whatever
1: yeah, he's Damien Rice's body double <laughs> they dre- they dressed him up in a way that I guess then i I could see why people thought he was attractive though he oh, doesn't coats were bigger he doesn't really have any balls in this movie, not till the end.
0: yes, about halfway through he uh, he finds his moral footing.
1: Yeah, but he's kind of all over the place. He's a mess. They're dragging him around. Yo, when they hit his head on the door, I laughed so hard. It was they good. They hit him hard. It was good.
0: <laughs> I was Yeah, I always liked his energy and his personality.
1: He has the strangest accent.
0: He does. He has a weird speaking voice.
1: Like, I kept thinking he was covering an accent. And I was like, but no, he's from no, yeah. Florida. <laughs> What's her name? Um,
0: In this? Jones. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah,
1: she's British, right? Yes, Lena yeah. Headey yeah
0: game of thrones
1: right she's good in this
0: she is really good in this she's um, very fucking like personable
1: and there's this weird thing that happens where like i knew she shouldn't get with Derek james marston but i was james like Marsden,
0: also not as big of a strictly tv guy but he's on a lot of tv dead to me dead to me and uh he was uh liz lemon's Love interest turned husband in oh, the last couple Rock. of seasons of Thirty Rock. Yeah. He's, he's Chris Cross. Okay, yeah. But he's also Sonic the Hedgehog's best friend.
1: Anyway, all this to say, uh, there was like a, a chemistry between them that I really wanted to watch.
0: Him and, and Lena Headey. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, oh, like I was rooting for it, and I knew it was wrong. I was like, oh, there's something sketchy about Derek. I'm, not, I'm not getting good vibes. But I do want them to sleep together for some reason. Too
0: handsome, too rich, too confident.
1: Yeah, but also, the way he looks at Kate Hudson, like, the first time he sees her... Oh, you mean
0: while he is actively making out with a different lady?
1: Yeah, who is that lady?
0: I, I don't know. I couldn't find
1: her on IMDb. I can't place her, but I know her from something.
0: Yeah, a, a lot of the faces in this, I was like, oh, I know you. Right. Uh, Kate Hudson's like, I guess best friend or whatever yeah uh, that's a
1: weird thing too
0: sheila she's played by marissa cooglin cooglin i've
1: seen her but i don't know where
0: that's the thing is i was like oh i know your face yeah you've been in a bunch of stuff and i looked up her credits and i was like oh yeah like movies i recognize but like not where i was like oh that's definitely where i know her from i think she's just was in a lot of stuff yeah um but yeah the girl at the party who's also in their class and apparently she was dubbed by the director's wife Because they thought the actress didn't have a sexy enough voice or didn't read the lines sexy enough, so they had the wife dub it.
1: So that makes sense, because there is a scene where she's turning away from him.
0: Yeah, and they ADR'd in. I felt like this movie had a lot of cleanup, where they're like adding ADR Mm -hmm. and stuff off.
1: Her mouth isn't moving? No. And you see it on the camera. Her mouth is not moving, but you hear her speak. But anyway, I knew that Derek was... Do up to something. I couldn't place what. Yeah, sleazy. Yeah. I was like, mm, the way he looked at her wasn't wasn't just like an observant. I couldn't place if he knew her for sure. If he was making a plan to know her. Right. Like, I, I thought maybe he thought she was hot, but there was like an, there was an anger behind it. It was weird.
0: I, I think James Marsden is a very, honestly, very good actor who does, again, both film and television well. I think he gets a little sidelined because he's kind of too good looking for stuff.
1: He's got that thing we all really liked in the '90s and the 2000s with the real hollowed cheekbones. He does have big,
0: high cheekbones.
1: Yeah, that real uh, chiseled face that we all were into for a while.
0: And also, uh, you know who also famously had high cheekbones? Hmm. Abraham Lincoln.
1: <laughs> Where are we going with this? No, that's it. That's true. <laughs> I bet Lincoln fucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was—he yeah. tall drink of water.
0: He was. <laughs> I know. He had two stovepipe hats. Anyway.
1: <laughs> all right. So you know what I heard? What'd you hear?
0: I heard that Brian Bierman mm-hmm. used to work at the PetSmart that sold Richard Gere all those gerbils. <laughs> but we should do like a, you know, walkthrough of the plot, uh-huh. which is not a complicated plot at all. It's, you have three uh, New York art school college students. Who are all taking a class about... I guess it's about... It's, I
1: think it's journalism. It's
0: a journalism offshoot or they're doing like a... Sub, yeah, because they seem to only ever be talking about is gossip news and how gossip relates to the news. Which is, again, as I mentioned, very timely for 2000. Sure. We're heading into the era of gossip journalism and TMZ and all that being like... I don't want to say reputable, but you know more reliable than in previous
1: decades. Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, like they started getting scoops.
1: Yeah, or they were breaking news. Yeah. Like, now it's gotten to the point where if TMZ broke it, it's probably true. True,
0: yeah. They're they're reliable now, which yeah. is not how it was at the no, time. No, it but. was not. So it's an interesting thing to come out at that time. It's very, like, t- timely in that fashion. So they're, they're having this discussion, and they're supposed to do a project for this class, and what they end up on is the idea of starting a rumor and then tracking how it evolves. How many people hear it? How long it takes to get back to them? What form it's taken? Like uh, I think Norman Reedus even says, "Oh, like telephone." Right. It's like that. It's like whisper down the lane or telephone. They float the idea at one point because the three of them. It's Norman Reedus, is Travis. Travis, that's right. James Marsden is Derek, and Lena Headey is Kathy Jones. But they um, call her Jones. They just call her Jones. The yeah. The three of them share a loft apartment that only exists in movies. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a stellar apartment. I was going to say there's no way three college students live there. But there's an info dump late in the movie where Derek explains that he got a trust fund.
0: He does say, like, it's my apartment. And, like, because Norman Reedus is drunk and he's being like, I'll get get you the rent money early on. And he's like, it's my apartment and I decide when, you know, whether you have to pay me or not. And I'm saying don't worry about
1: it. Yeah, he kind of goes on about saying... Because Travis is an artist, and he's like, I'm a patron of the arts. I'm the patron, yes. and so he's putting him up because he believes in his art, kind right. of thing. I don't think that's actually the case. He's just friends with him and doesn't care if he pays rent or not. Yeah, they never say whether or not Jones pays rent. She works. We see her at work at yeah. some point, so she probably does. But you get the impression that he's the reason why they have this this loft apartment.
0: It must be so expensive. Oh, it's it must insane. be expensive to heat. It's huge. It's enormous.
1: And it's, like, in a warehouse. Yes.
0: It's a whole warehouse space that yeah. has, like, half a second floor balcony with, like, their bedrooms on it. Or two of the bedrooms and one's on the first floor. But, right. like, it's enormous. And, like, it, if that was a real New York City apartment in the 2000s, it would be fucking freezing. There would be rats everywhere and there would be water dripping through all the holes in the roof. Because yeah. that's the only way that anybody could afford that. Let Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It, it's a it's crazy insane. movie apartment. I love those.
1: That was real prime for the time too. Oh yeah, like I, we all e-
0: wanted the the loft apartment in New York.
1: Well, also former it's also episode. Got
0: a, it's also got a deck, kind of like they can get out the window onto the roof. Yeah. Ugh.
1: And they also spend a lot of time in the meatpacking district, which I know is if they're if they're Into- living nearby, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. But um, and you know what? Not one ninja turtle in this whole movie. Not one. Don't believe it.
1: Uh, <laughs> I heard there was one. But
0: I was heard cut. the Foot Clan. <laughs> Cut. used to hang out in the basement yeah. that's why I got the rent so cheap that's it Shredder was like just look the other way <laughs> <laughs> about all the purple ninjas
1: Um, but that was that was what they did in these movies then like well and even TV everybody wanted the friend's apartment there's no way they could have afforded that apartment no.
0: so they briefly hit on the idea of floating the rumor that the reason they all live together is because they're a thruple
1: yeah and Jones shoots it right down she's like it's never gonna work yeah Nobody's going to buy that. And he says why. And I liked this line a lot. And she was like, because uh, you would never. I forget exactly what she was. Basically, it's, it's, you'd
0: me. never uh, stick around with a lady after you've slept with her. Like, yeah, I, like you,
1: there's I, no way that you would stick around long enough to live with a woman you slept with. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and later on,
0: funny. when they're like, I, I heard you and uh, Derek, you know, whatever. Um, she's like, the quickest way to get Derek out of my life would be to sleep with him.
1: Right. Although she does.
0: And then not that long after, he's out of her
1: life. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But things take turns.
0: Yeah, it's different. It's not what she expected. No. Them sleeping together caught me off guard. I was like, really now? Like, I get that there's tension. Like, there's definitely but, tension. Like- You're both super hot. But really now?
1: I mean, they had been building up to it, so you knew it was coming at some point.
0: Yeah, I was just very surprised that at that moment, because she's, like, very suspicious that he might have committed real serious crimes, Yeah, and then he's like, no, 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 I definitely didn't, and she's like, oh, okay, and then they sleep together, and I was like, really? Well, now? Well,
1: she doesn't know what, though, because at that point, all she knows is that he knows Naomi. Yeah, Kate which Hudson. is Kate Hudson. But they don't, she doesn't know anything else, and she's no, pressing yeah. him for information, And he is so slick.
0: He is. Because he's like... It's a well-written character and he performs it really well.
1: He's so convincing because she wants to believe him. And she's like, you know, tell me the truth or whatever. You know her. And he says something like, not with you. She says, are you bullshitting me? Or there's a line. I don't remember exactly how she puts it. But she's basically saying to him, like, you're... Trying to get over on me, you're telling me a half truth, or you're not telling me the truth. Yeah. And he's like, "Not with you." And she was like, "Do you, you know, you swear?" And he was like, "Not with you." That's, I think, what did it. She was like, "Oh, I'm different." He thinks right, right, right. of me. I am some- special. Yeah, he thinks of me as someone he can trust. He
0: might have committed crimes, but I'm special.
1: And I think she so desperately wanted to believe him sure. that it made sense in that moment for her to sleep with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was looking for reassurance, and she got his dick, and I guess that did it. But yeah. Nothing reassures like a dick. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all.
0: <laughs> so they're at a party in a warehouse in the meatpacking district. Uh, and in walk Naomi and Bo, which Naomi is Kate Hudson, we mentioned and Bo, is Joshua Jackson. They get out of a limo and they're very, you know. Uh,
1: it's like a it's like a rented car. I do it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a town car. It's not a
0: limo. It's a town car. It's you like
1: know. a car service.
0: But, uh, you know, so it's kind of like, ooh, a big deal. Tina sort of talked about, like, Marsden sees Kate Hudson, and he's not just looking at her like, ooh, she's hot. Because he's actually making out with a girl who he picked up at this party. And, And he's, like, looking over her shoulder as they make out. And she, like, turns and looks and goes, oh, do you know Naomi? He's like, uh, no, but who is she? Tell me more.
1: And you can tell that he knows her, or he thinks he knows her. There's something not right.
0: Here. Yeah, like I said, it, it, like you sort of said, like, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's just that he's like, oh.
1: She will be mine.
0: Right, she's next yeah. on the docket. It's definitely something. So his, his his date, I guess, his hookup, has had too much to drink, and she's like, you know, they go to the bathroom so she can throw up. And I guess the bathroom is adjacent to this loft bedroom. Um, and he,
1: he goes upstairs with her somewhere to it, sleep it, with her.
0: Yeah, and they're, like, they're gonna getting there. They're going to hook up in there.
1: the bathroom. Yeah, they're getting there. They're, like, undoing clothes and stuff. And then all of a sudden, she makes a sound. And he's like, you okay? And she's like, the martinis. Yeah, she's and, like, it's the
0: martinis. And
1: then he, like, drags her over to the toilet where she starts to vomit.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I'll get you a cold rag. But he passes by a, the the adjoining door to the bedroom. And he looks in. And it's, you know, Bo and Naomi. And they're, like, making out. And Naomi is telling telling him, like, no, stop. You know, I'm I'm too drunk or whatever. We just sort of see Marsden watching them.
1: Yeah, and there's a little bit of a, a tiny info dump right before this, where somebody asks, "Like, who is she with?" And that's when we get introduced to Bo. Yeah, he Josh says. Jackson.
0: Uh, I think it's Marsden says, "Like, who's the whatever trying to warm her up?"
1: Who's the stiff?
0: Stiff trying to warm her and up.
1: And she, the his date says, "Oh, the only guy that doesn't know she doesn't put out." Right.
0: Yeah, Bo. Whatever. Edson. Ed- Edelson. Sure. Something like that. Edson sounds right.
1: So you get this. You know, quick glimpse into who she is. You know she's rich because they say, like, who takes a car service to the meet, uh, to, to a party the meet, in the meatpacking yeah. district? And they were like, well, you know, her daddy's rich. Yep. So you get the impression that she's got a lot of money. She comes from a lot of money. She's not particularly well liked. And she's not an easy lay. So you get all of that in this real quick interaction.
0: At one point, Bo, like, you know, they hear, I think it's the girl, like, retching <laughs> in the bathroom. And Bo looks over and then he's like, oh, the door's open and shuts it. Marsden, like, goes back after a minute, like, cracks it back open and watches. But, like, we don't see what happens. It's up to, you know, we just see him watching.
1: Well, what's weird about that is he he was watching. And then he realizes that Bo heard someone in the bathroom. Yeah. And he hides in the shower. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, something's weird here. He knows one of them. And then I was like, does he know Bo? Bo or Or does her, he yeah. know Naomi?
0: Yeah, because he could have just been, like, because he, you know... Bo did actually hear the girl like retching. He right. could just be in the stall with her, being like, "Hey, you're, you come on, it's okay, babe, well, whatever." It was
1: especially weird because he's very kind to her on that moment. Yeah, like he's like, "Hold on," and he's like holding her hair back, and he's like, "Are you okay? Let me get you a cold rag." Like he's being very nice to her, yeah, to conscientious someone,
0: of another person, right,
1: to someone who he was going to sleep with about two minutes ago, and now he realizes it's probably not going to happen. Right. There's this weird moment where you're not sure who he is.
0: Yeah. And as the the film goes on, like, even that you're like, oh, but he was so nice in this, basically his introductory scene kind of. Right. Like, it's not really, like, there's three scenes before this or whatever, but. So the next morning, they have the the big idea, which is, we'll start the rumor that Naomi and Bo had sex in the loft at that party last night, and we'll see what happens. And then we get a montage of, like, oh, well, I heard, and it's the whisper down the lane effect of it, like, evolving, and it goes from, like, they hooked up. And had sex at the at the party. To like they had group sex on the fire escape, to she is into like what do they say, like leather. Yeah, she wears rubber rubber bras. Rubber, and whips rubber and underwear. Yeah. And that girl, um, Sheila. Sheila. Sheila describes it as um Victoria's secret gone crystal meth.
1: Yeah, that's a weird I was
0: like okay. All right, two thousand.
1: So an interesting thing though that I, I feel like we should interject here is Derek. James Marsden, is watching this happen. He does, you know, kind of pop the door open a little bit. Watching them in the, yeah, at the end of the party. And then he does, he sees Bo leave, or he hears Bo leave. Yeah. And Naomi is passed out on the bed, and he comes out and he looks at her for a while.
0: Yeah, he's, like, standing over her, which is, that's when I was like... Something's very menacing. Yeah, I was like, okay, Marsden's gonna be the bad guy in this movie. Right, I
1: actually wasn't sure if he was going to rape her there, right, or... What was going to happen? Right, I wasn't sure moment.
0: if that was going to be a reveal later.
1: Right, I wasn't sure either. Then they cut to Bo coming down the steps, and one of his buddies is like, oh, is that the look of a man who just got laid? Yeah. And he says, a gentleman never tells, which is right. ambiguous. Right. And he doesn't say he did sleep with no, her, no. but he doesn't say he didn't. Right. And then he kind of goes off and leaves.
0: And so that dude, the dude that uh, asks him that, like, yeah, yeah. yo, bro. Right. That dude later on is like... A huge piece of shit in their oh, media yeah. class. Yeah, <laughs> He's basically every men's rights activist. Oh, he's a nightmare. He's like, oh, just because I have a penis, I'm a rapist? And, like, to be fair with this screenplay, uh-huh. they are a lot more even-handed than I would imagine a college, like class would be. I think so, Because, like, yeah. the responses are like, no, what we're saying is whatever, where I was like, I was in college. I was at college. Not, yeah. <laughs> not in 2000, but not that long after.
1: No, right around then.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I feel like at least one person would have been like, yes. <laughs> that is <laughs> right. what we are saying.
1: Uh, Yeah. And I it's mean. Like,
0: and it's like, that's a fair argument. It's not 100% accurate, but it is fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, statistically.
0: Statistically, yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, but. Um,
0: but, yeah, the screenplay does a good job of being like, this is the argument that would be made, but maybe we won't get as vitriolic in the response and try to make it, like, an even, you know, discourse. Yeah, a fair fight. Because, like, if you get, I mean, just, like, it's college, so everybody, I know everybody in college, everybody thinks they're, you know, we're adults now. We're yeah, We're mean- beyond such, you know, uh, 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 turmoil, high school turmoil. And whatever, it's like, you are not. You are still at the whim of all those hormones and things. And also, your brains are expanding because you're being exposed to all kinds of shit you were not exposed to in high school, which doesn't matter where the fuck you went. That's the way high school go.
1: Yeah.
0: is You're just going to get some information, and college is like, it's a lot more. So now you also, on top of being super horny and just flooded with chemicals, you also think you know everything.
1: Yeah, you think your voice really matters. Yes. And it's got to be the loudest one in the room. Right. Uh, also, and, you
0: think you have, I don't know, I'm going to put this big, the biggest air quotes possible, solved it. Yeah. What is it? Doesn't matter. You have solved
1: it. Yeah. And <laughs> they, they actually portray that pretty well here because some of the arguments are really bad. Yeah. Some of um, the arguments are
0: bad, but but it's not equally bad the whole time no. where you're just like, oh, we're just spiraling. No. Um, no. It's like, no, this is like a reasonable-esque argument. And it's a good montage and that, Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was interesting is for the very short period of time that that door was closed. Yeah. Before, uh, Derek opens it again a little bit
0: to peek in. Yeah. yeah.
1: We don't know for sure what happened on the other side of the door. Yeah, absolutely not. So when Derek says the rumor is that they slept together, we don't know if that's true or not.
0: Right. There was a there was a while in this. while I was watching this where I was like, because you don't know what the tone is going to be of right. the movie. So it's like, oh, is that going to be like it is true? But then the rumor will spiral out of control. And we'll see
1: what it turns into. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that, and I was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. But that was the big, the big Hitchcock point for me where yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you've given us a, a closed door and yeah. now we have to surmise what happened and we have to be our own judges here and determine yeah. who's telling the truth and who's lying. And that was interesting.
0: Is he lying about sleeping with her? Would she be lying about not having slept with him? And then as it mutates and becomes, you know, much more toxic and aggressive. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. On the DVD, one of the deleted scenes is their whole makeout scene mm-hmm. unedited. Oh. And it literally has a title card that pops up that goes, Josh and Kate makeout is presented here unedited to show what the editor had to work with when building that scene. Okay. I was, uh, that popped up and I was like, who the fuck are Josh and Kate? (laughs) I was like, oh, right. The actor's names. Yes. Kate Hudson, Josh Jackson. I know them. But yeah, and it's like, it's three different camera setups and it's, you know, it's just them making out. And boy, if you ever had any delusions of like, must be so hot, make out with such a hot actor or actress Mm -hmm. on a movie set. This will dissuade you of them because they're in this loft and there's like projectors playing like weird, yeah. avant-garde art fucking disassociative images you know projected up on walls and shit
1: yeah they're like projected on models on the first floor too. yeah and like yeah, pro- yeah. it's
0: projected up against the windows of the room they're right. in you know so it's casting this like weird diffuse light you know and, but, but like you can hear the projectors clicking from one setup to the next mm-hmm. so the whole time it's like click 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 and there's like somebody off camera going like all right uh, g- uh grab her wrist a little." Oh yeah, super hot, making right. out with Kate Hudson. It's like, uh, turn your hips.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's kind of a hot scene. It is until she starts saying no, and he's kind of like, he doesn't push, push.
0: No, no, no. He, it's 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 horny guy. Like,
1: well, all right, we don't have
0: to go anywhere.
1: We'll just do this. Right. Like, they're making out what she's not objecting to. Right. But then any time he goes too far up her leg or he starts to pull, like, her strap of her dress
0: off her shoulder, right,
1: then she's like, no, no, please stop. And he does, but then he moves to somewhere else. Right. And so it's a a real college experience. Sure, I mean, I think most women, for sure, have been in that position where they're like, no, no, no! And then he's like, "Okay, we're just this is just fine. We're just gonna do this." And then the hands wander again. Right. They make a good couple. I mean, they wind up together in the end. Yeah. Hashtag spoilers.
0: Hashtag spoilers.
1: Um, <laughs> because of the the premise of this movie. Yeah. And I knew that Joshua Jackson was the accused. Yeah. I really thought he was gonna be in it more.
0: <laughs> right.
1: He's not in it a whole lot. Right,
0: you thought maybe there would be some, like, uh, not necessarily courtroom scenes, but like, oh, we'll get a whole Josh Jackson getting uh, cross-examined in the, you know, yeah. police station maybe. Like, a
1: big interrogation. There's a little one. It's, little it's one. real short. It is. Um, yeah, no,
0: he disappears for a good chunk of the middle of the movie.
1: Yeah, like, he's just gone. Uh, he
0: does get slapped real bad oh, in yeah. a coffee shop.
1: Oh, like, really slapped. It is,
0: like, <laughs> a terrible slap.
1: The slap hurt across America. Dude, it
0: is so bad. It's like not a good... uh, What I'm saying is like, oh, I'm not saying like, oh, that lady really slapped the hell out of him. I'm saying that actress did a bad job at slapping for some reason and they left it in the movie. No, She like hits him with her wrist bones in the side of his head. And I was like... Girl, have you never slapped anyone? It's supposed to be hand to face. Somewhere. Right.
1: So you just broke your wrist. Right. And... You like busted his eardrums. Right. Like <laughs> gave that man a concussion and well, you broke your wrist. His head whips. too. Yes.
0: I, I and like, if I was in a movie and it was like, hey, you're supposed to get slapped in the scene, I'd be like, yeah, go for it. Right. But if, if the actor or actress did that, I'd be like, I'm sorry. I assume you knew how to slap anything ever you done did fucked it up bad <laughs> it was terrible I'm sure I hope it looked good because we're not doing it again my head right. hurts now
1: right also somebody should look at your wrist because I think you fractured it
0: right I was preparing my face to sting but you have done hit me in the
1: temple <laughs> yeah she hit him way too it's high like yeah I was like she like cuffed him yeah yeah <laughs> He really took one for that. Yeah, It was really funny
0: to me. I was just like, that's the take you left? And then I was like, oh, he probably was like, we're good, right? I don't want her to do it again because I don't trust her ability a second time. (laughs) Can we get a stunt
1: slapper? Could you guys CGI that slap?
0: Goldeneye, slappers only. (laughs) (laughs) So they, they, they pitch the thing. They track. We get a montage of how it evolves from they slept together to... Gang sex to kinky underwear to, I heard it was rape. Now, there is, like, the end of, the montage ends at, like, kinky underwear fetishy stuff. Right. And then the next we hear about it, I think it's from Marsden, who is like, well, I heard it was rape. Like, that's what they're saying now. Or maybe, is it it Travis? No, it was
1: Travis. Okay. He's playing a clip. Oh, that's right, because he has a, a video, TV.
0: he has like a camcorder.
1: Right, and he's been recording people's thoughts about this rumor.
0: Yeah, oh, did you hear about this? Yeah, and that's right.
1: he's playing a clip of someone who says that she's passed out. Right. That now it's turned into she was not awake when this happened. And Jones is starting to freak out. Yeah, she's like, Jones Wait is a like, minute. hey,
0: this is like, this isn't like a, oh, did they or didn't they? But now it's like, hey, this could ruin people's lives.
1: Right. She's like, is anybody saying that she was raped? Has anybody used the word rape? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. I mean, maybe. And now at this point, she's like, this isn't okay. We, we can't do this. We didn't think this was going to go this way. But also, they didn't even sleep together. So now this has taken a dangerous turn.
0: Right. It's gotten it's gotten malignant.
1: Right. So um. she's trying to talk Travis and Derek into pulling back on this. Right. Derek is like, I don't understand why you're so upset. He's maybe, pushing for it. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Like, the door was closed. So maybe he did rape her. And if, if we come out and say that this was all a rumor.
0: Right. And she's like, well, you didn't tell me the door was closed at any point. Like, right. What you said was... You saw them, they made out, he left. And he's like, well, they did, that did happen, but the door was closed for a little while there. And so now we we as the audience are in the like, yeah, we didn't see shit, so anything's possible. Because like, it's a movie, so we only know what we are shown mm-hmm. or what we are told.
1: So at that point, Jones realizes that he didn't tell the whole truth about this.
0: Right, he's, he's at the very least withholding information or actively manipulating it.
1: Right, she is now very uncomfortable with the whole thing.
0: She vacillates a little, but she, yes, this is when she starts to be like, hey, I might want to pump the brakes on this. And right. that comes up a few times, and they keep being like, no, 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 like, this is fine. Like
1: Yeah, they keep looping her back in, where they're like, this is part of the process, basically. And, and also, they kind of are
0: like, well, no, one, no one's, you know the cops aren't involved.
1: Right. It's not in the newspapers. It's it's just a rumor.
0: Yeah. Like, they they do that at first, and then when the cops get involved, they have another, like, it's moving the yardstick a little.
1: Yeah, once the cops are involved, that's when he's like, well, what if he did rape her? Right,
0: then it's like, well, maybe this is true. Yeah.
1: And then then he's not going to wind up in jail where he should be because he raped her. And the whole time, you get this feeling that Derek is manipulating something. He's the only one who was there. Right. At some point, Jones is at school and someone says, Oh, there's cops there And she's like, Why are the cops talking to so and so? Yeah, whoever. Some character that doesn't really
0: No, there's a lot much. of named characters in the cast yeah. that like I'm like, Who is this?
1: Right. And Sheila's like, Oh, you didn't hear? Uh Naomi is pressing charges against Bo. And now you can see she's starting to panic. And she goes back and she's like, We have to tell the truth. He's going to be arrested. And this was all a rumor that we had started. Of course, Derek is schmoozing his way out of this.
0: Yes, he's very good at. It.
1: Yeah, and he—they have a little bit of a romantic moment early on. We 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 glazed over that, but yeah, the, we can loop night, back around. Yeah, the yeah. night that they come home after they decide they're going to tell this rumor, Travis is totally blackout drunk, and they drag him in. That's when he hits his head on the door. We yes. mentioned that.
0: Yeah, they uh, they drag him out of the party. They try to get a taxi, but. Travis is, like, hammered and talking to garbage. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> like, like, really funny. Because I was like, listen, I'm not... I'm 40 years old. I don't need to bullshit. I've been there. Yeah. I've been. I've been drunk <laughs> leaving a party and being like... I'm gonna to talk to you, inanimate objects. Something about my art.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was telling he was telling this bag of garbage about his dad, his father. Yeah, and then he had but his head in a trash can. He was, like, he was like sculpting can. it, and like yeah.
0: they're like they're like Travis. No, no dumpster diving tonight, or right. Whatever. Well, and he had
1: like, his whole head in a trash can. Yes, like a raccoon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, he's an artist. Like it's he might be like I'm looking for you know materials, yeah, for whatever. But he's also just being like my father doesn't understand me or whatever. Yeah, and. So they go to, like, stand him up, and the cab driver's like, no. This man who lives in garbage is yeah, he obviously takes off. intoxicated. is not getting in my cab. So
1: they have to drag him onto the subway. But I should also mention the first... Well, that's what,
0: when they're dragging him into the apartment. They're like, you know, you're going to wake him up. And, <laughs> and they're, like, up on the subway. they're like, dragging him onto the subway did not wake him up.
1: Right. The opening scene to this, though, this party, or maybe it's not the party. Maybe it's a little before. They're at a bar, and... Derek tells a whole Derek tells a whole lie about Travis that he has a famous father and
0: Uh, Travis is like I'm gonna go talk to some girl this girl like she's cute I want to talk to her and they're like yeah go for it they're you know supporting their friend. And he goes over and he's clearly not doing well. Yeah. The girl like and it's we don't hear it, but you can see from like her body language that she's not at all interested in talking to him. And the bartender makes a comment like, Oh boy, you're fucking loser ass friend. Like it's kind of a shitty comment. Derek is like, Yeah, you know, the kid's basically like grown up in hotel rooms because you know I don't, i'm i not supposed to say but his, his parent his, his his dad or whatever is like a famous musician but i'm not supposed to say he's who. like and
1: just look at him you'll see you yeah, know like, who his dad is he's like, yeah, if you him. look
0: at him you can tell and the guy's like is it dylan is, is it, it
1: jagger is it jagger you know yeah. like
0: whatever and he's like I, I i really want to tell him but i can't i can't tell him travis comes back and he's like hey i struck out and i'm embarrassed and i'd like to leave now and the bartender's like uh drinks on the house And so then it's, like, a little mini montage of, like, everybody guessing. And then we even see in micro the rumor expanding where, like, at one point, a doorman comes up who says uh, to to Jones, he says, "Um, we really like it if he could do a set. Yeah. So it's evolved even if it were true. It's evolved from... His father is a musician, a famous musician, to, like, oh, he might be some kind of musician, too. Like, it's
1: mutating. Yeah, and you see all these people they cut to. It's like, oh, maybe it's Cobain. Oh, Cobain's, he's too, too young. Too young. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's got to be Dylan. It's got to be this, got to be right. that. And then they get, like, thrown out of the bar. Right, I they're guess, all
0: hammered, so they're, like, leaving. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but you see them all, like, ejected out yes. of the door.
0: I would like to interject at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, My traditional welcome back to the podcast. Okay. So we've already mentioned welcome back to the podcast, Joshua Jackson.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Bo from episode 66, uh, uh, Cursed. He plays Jake. And uh, as I mentioned, he's uh, episode, I think it's 19. Um, He plays Joshua Jackson in Mm -hmm. Ocean's Eleven. Yes, he does. Um, Welcome back to the, uh, we don't usually do production side of things, unless it's the director or the writer. Sure,
1: yeah.
0: uh, Welcome back to the show, the producer of this, Joel Schumacher. Okay. Episode 49, Batman and Robin. He's the director. Oh, uh, yes. That's true. And the reason I mention it here in this scene, discussing this uh, club at the beginning, welcome back to the show, the actor Miff, M-I-F Miff, who plays the doorman. Episode 79, Dirty Work. Really? He plays a character credited as lowlife. life. <laughs> Love that. (laughs) Yeah, he's like a martial arts uh, or like physical performer.
1: That's so funny.
0: That's him. That's him. And I was like, oh, that's funny.
1: A little bit of trivia for you. I was looking at this university that this is filmed at. Sure, yeah. This has been used somewhere else.
0: Oh, yes. So. I saw this in the IMDb trivia, in fact.
1: Yeah? Yeah. So it was used in Urban Legend. And. And the Skulls. And
0: the Skulls. All of which. Feature Joshua Jackson.
1: Jackson.
0: <laughs> that's like the number one IMDb trivia thing. And is I was it? like I was like, oh shit, that's wild.
1: It's funny because I knew it from somewhere. And I was like, I think maybe it's Urban Legend.
0: It didn't register for me in this until uh-huh. I read that, and then I was like, Oh, hundred percent that classroom that they're in, Eric Bogosian's uh-huh. classroom, is the classroom in Urban Legend. But I never would have thought of the skulls because I saw I didn't it, either. I saw it like once, but uh, in my head, ago, yeah. it's mostly like outside at night. Check I really do want to watch the skulls now.
1: Yeah, maybe we should do it future episode. I
0: yeah, I, I feel like it's definitely gonna fit in there. Let's let me ask you this. Okay. Uh, we mentioned kind of briefly the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the soundtrack?
1: I think it's great. And it is. Poe is in this,
0: and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Poe. I fucking when that came on, I was like, "This is a garbage cover of Our Lips Are Sealed." Yeah, and then it was like, "She's credited because she's technically in it. It's not just on yeah, the soundtrack. She, no, she's, she's actually performing in it. on yeah. stage. It's a garbage cover of Our Lips Are Sealed.
1: Very of its time.
0: It is. It was probably way better at the time. It sounds, you know, like like Portishead does those like you know very i mean like portishead is kind of the verb in this sentence like but very portishead covers of stuff where it's like it's slowed down and it's like but don't hate on portishead no i love portishead they're great they're incredible portishead have an incredible cover of abba on is it high rise and it's high rise okay it's like a 2011 movie it's sos they do sos really fucking great dude i don't know it it's that kind of thing where it's like it's slowed down and made like sultry and it's got like uh roots to it it's very bassy and slow and that doesn't really work for me for our lips are sealed from poe i just it... couldn't couldn't get on board with it so i was like oh no is this going to be bad for my ears and then literally the next thing is like
1: there was a lot of more
0: chivas on this god lives underwater
1: um Morchiba is also in line with Portishead for me. Yes. Yeah. Morchiba is
0: up there. God Live's Underwater is also good. That's that, uh, God Live's Underwater sound a lot like Stabbing Westward, which is like the, Ah. which is like the diet Coke to, uh, Nine Inch Nails Coke.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 I used to listen to a good bit of Stabbing Westward (laughs) once upon
0: a time. And God Live's Underwater, like, they all scratch that same itch of like, oh yeah, this has a similar vibe, you know? Right. But they have the, they have the song on this, uh, soundtrack called From Your Mouth. From your
1: mouth. Yeah. And it's like real okay. breathy and so whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of songs like that in this where I was like, oh, I haven't heard that in so long. Yeah. And I couldn't even place who it was or the name of the song, but I knew the song.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rumor has mutated. Bo has been charged with assault. It's the hot topic on campus. As we mentioned, he gets horribly slapped in a coffee shop. <laughs> he is taken to jail. And then he's kind of out of the movie for a whole chunk. The guy we picked the movie for. <laughs>
1: They remove him
0: succinctly from it.
1: I'm not that mad, though, because the part of me that used to date people that I shouldn't have been dating. Sure. That that part of me Mm -hmm. really enjoyed watching him get out of a cop
0: car. (laughs) Did you guys clean the backseat of that uh, that cruiser? Because he's got bad boy stank all over him. like uh, Like, hey, real real quick could you just put a cigarette behind his ear uh, (laughs) (laughs) joan starts raising the like her objection against hey maybe we should fucking pull the brakes on this derek compares sexual assault to having sex with multiple partners
1: yeah he He starts saying
0: how is that different than that and i was like i know it's 23 years later but like it's very different i think even me in 2000 would be like that's very different because like it's very different
1: yeah he starts making all kinds of absurd comparisons and
0: Uh, that are very of the mindset of the time which is that like anything outside of quote unquote the biggest i know i said before these were big air quotes these are now recurrently the biggest possible air quotes quote unquote normal sex sure is the same thing it's yeah. all, it all, file, all falls into the and et cetera category, right. which is like, no, I, we shouldn't have to, you know, we don't have to explain to listeners, but like, yeah, you could have sex with multiple partners. Consensually, that's a totally different fucking ballpark than what they're talking about. Yeah. And the fact that even Travis, even little human raccoon art goblin Travis <laughs> isn't like, hey, I raise a little bit of a, a, a qualm with what you've just said. Uh, I was just like, really, y'all?
1: Yeah, it's... Um,
0: Which, I mean, I chalk up to it being 2000. Like, it's just where the... We didn't have the language of the time, really.
1: No, but he's showing himself. Yeah. He's showing is, his hand a little bit.
0: Yeah, this is him being like, uh oh, fuck it.
1: Whether it's the times... And, like, we were much more lax about things, even in the year 2000. Yeah. However, it was still against the law to have sex with a woman who is passed out. Yeah. Um, Rightfully so. Was not then, nor is it now, against the law to have sex with lots of people consensually.
0: Orgies are still on the table. Yeah. And have been. Walking down this particular alley then leads us to like bodily autonomy discussions. And like uh-huh. if you've ever listened to the show before, it shouldn't be a surprise that Hey, Watch, Great Watch is heartily in favor of bodily autonomy. And um, I think within the constraints of as long as it doesn't hurt someone else, uh, you can do whatever you'd like with your body.
1: Right, I don't right, care. Right, like, I don't care what you do with your body. Trying to think if there's somebody. a scenario
0: where I would re- regret saying that, but I can't think of one.
1: Right, as long as you understand boundaries of what you can and should do with your body, you know.
0: And you, you, and all partners are willing. I don't see what the problem. Uh, again, it's a broad strokes, and this is a, obviously a, a much larger issue that would take an entire separate episode of the podcast to, you know,
1: its own podcast. Probably. Yeah,
0: fine tune our position, but like in general, y'all do what you want to do. Have but fun, yeah. Kids. So, yeah, have fun. Be safe. Everybody, everybody love each other. It's good. So. Travis also is building this like crazy art mural uh, multimedia thing of like it's collage. It's got paint and, and, and and wheat paste. And uh, yeah, it's, it's It's cool.
1: Like drawings and projections and yeah. And it's ever changing as the story changes. His art evolves. His
0: perceptions. Yeah. It's like, Oh, she's depicted as this. And then like, whatever. At one point Jones rips it. Like she, he's got a, a, a printout of Kate Hudson's face. It's, like, an entire giant floor-to-ceiling, like, window size. Yeah. And Jones rips it, because she's like, hey, Travis, I need to talk to you. Come in the living room. He's like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. And she, like, tears the thing in half and goes, like, now, Travis. Yeah. And he kind of looks at him before he leaves, like, I like it. like this."
1: <laughs> right, like, he's like, I could do something with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, uh, what's the, shit, what's the broken uh, thing that's at the art museum here in Philly? the broken thing. Yeah, hold on. I really actually really like this piece and I can't believe I can't remember what it's called. It.
1: Is it like a sculpture? No,
0: there's a it's a it's a I believe it's a painting on glass and it was dropped in shipping and so the glass is now like fractured. The artist at the time was I believe still alive and was like, "Oh, I like it better like this." But now I can't think of what it is. I'll have to look it up. It's it's in the art museum in Philly. It's been there a bunch. I always really liked it. But I uh, can't think of how to phrase looking that up on the internet quickly. So I'll have to look it up. But uh, or I'll ask my dad. He'll remember. Because we talk about it a lot. <laughs> 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 He's the one that told me that. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So once once things start to get... The work is called The Bride Stripped Bare by Her Bachelors, even, by Marcel Duchamp. It is also known as The Large Glass. Anyway. So once, once things start to get really uh, out of hand jones goes to naomi's apartment and tries to confess to her naomi's kind of like oh what is this what are you saying like you did this kind of so she's like you know a little bit on edge
1: we don't actually know why she goes to naomi's apartment we think it's to come clean yeah but she shows up and she sees that naomi is drinking she asks if she can have a drink and naomi's like i don't normally drink but things have been hectic yeah Jones is like, yeah, we all know. And she's like, it's kind of weird that people you don't really know know everything about you. At this point, Jones is trying to sort of become friendly with her. Yeah. Naomi's like, why don't we like each other? Like, why don't we get along? She says something like, I never gave you a shot or something. I don't know. She says, she kind of like explains it away. Yeah. I think I was too intimidated by your Mont Blanc. Yeah. The yeah. pen she uses. And they laugh about it and they start like casually talking. And she says, where are you from? And she says, oh, from Plymouth. Which oh, comes up a lot Danbury. In
0: this. Isn't it Danbury? Jones is from Plymouth. Yeah, and, and Naomi is from, from Danbury. Danbury. right. And she says, oh, my roommate is from Danbury.
1: And she's like, oh, do I know him? And she's like, I don't think so. His name's Derek, whatever,
0: whatever his last yeah. name
1: is. She's like, is this some kind of joke? Is this a sick she, joke? She, she like, does loses does the it.
0: usual suspect's coffee mug yeah, drop with drop. her screwdriver, her yeah. glass of screwdriver. Yeah. And, and she's, she's like, is this a joke? Get out of my apartment.
1: Yeah, like, she throws her out. And this is where Jones realized that Derek is Something's up, yeah. Because she had no idea he knew her.
0: Yeah, friend. you're right.
1: So she goes back to the apartment to confront Derek. And she's like, I was just with Naomi. She knows you. Like, you're lying to me. What are you not telling me? Right. He schmoozes her. Right.
0: And like, I would never lie to you kind of thing. And then,
1: not to you. And not they to sleep
0: you. together while Travis is in the apartment on his computer, which like earlier, it was like, hey, he's passed out. We could. You know, right, we can have sex right now, and she's like, "No, knock it off, like whatever." But they, so they they sleep together now, I guess, like right in their kitchen.
1: Yeah, and you, I couldn't tell if he could hear them or not. He yeah. kind of keeps like he does. He kind of is like, that.
0: but he's like he's working on his project, I guess, and he's got the two thousands ist fucking like morphs happening yeah. on his computer, where like. <laughs> Naomi's face is, like, shitty, morphing into, like, whatever, the Mona Lisa or whatever. It's a whatever. Venus de Milo. It's a Venus de Milo. I was just like, oh, my God. It was, yeah. like, terrible. <laughs> yeah. You ever see Copycat?
1: Yeah, with... Um, Sigourney
0: Weaver. and uh, No,
1: wait. I thought it was... um, I could see Sandra Bullock?
0: No, it's Sigourney Weaver.
1: Why did I think... Because it, it could have been. <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> it's uh, Sigourney Weaver and um, Holly Hunter is in it. And uh, they're getting taunted by, you know... A copycat killer but he sends these like extremely of the it's like mid-90s like extremely mid-90s like taunting video computer video like files that are like someone else will die and it's like a picture of like a random person whose face like awfully morphs into like a skull
1: oh no i like the way we depicted computers in the 90s oh and, yeah like, hackers hacking. especially
0: is like it's like a 3d city yeah and they're like moving <laughs> through it Johnny Mnemonic also is wild with yeah. its depiction of like hacking, and we had a lot of fun with computers. Then, <laughs> well, you know what? Since we're talking about the group and their apartment, let me ask you: Did you notice in their crazy apartment they have themselves painted on their couch?
1: Yeah, with no mouths.
0: With the, their mouths are like pixelated out, which is I I, I guess it's saying something. But um, uh, yeah. But they it adds them to speaking of like great movie halls of fame of appearing in a painted depiction within your film. They join the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. at the end of Ghostbusters Two. They've right. been added to the paint the, the portrait painting. of Vigo, right? Yeah, and uh, three men and a baby in their apartment. They have a big mural of themselves. Weird. And at the end, I believe they uh, have added the baby.
1: Speaking of rumor and gossip, three men and a baby was.
0: Yeah, I heard that Brian Bierman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there's actually like...
0: haunted the set of three men and a baby.
1: It, that's what it was, though, right? It was, like, a haunting that uh, you were you supposed to be able to see a ghost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't remember what the specifics are. Do you know the it's, Wizard it's, of Oz? Is yeah. You can see, see uh, somebody hanging. Ha- it's supposed to be one of the little people hang themselves, but it's just, like, a fucking prop shadow. Right. Thing. Yeah.
1: This one, they say that there's a ghost, I think, in a window or something. But I remember that traveling a lo- like amongst my parents' group of friends yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Where everybody had told this story. Oh, you gotta watch Three Men and a Baby because there's a ghost in it and goofy gossip that gets passed around.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's fun. I, like I said, I looked up fame. I was like, let me just Google like famous rumors. You know, what was one I forgot What? that Beyonce faked her pregnancy.
1: Oh yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. Cause yeah. like they
0: said that her stomach caved in right, when, when, when she sat, sat down on some interview. Yeah. And it's like, it could literally just be clothing. You understand this, right? right? Like it
1: could just be her clothes. Also, right. even if she did. Right. Who cares? Right.
0: The theory was that they had uh, in vitro fertilized a, a surrogate, surrogate, mm-hmm. so that she could still prepare for like an upcoming tour or something. Right. And it's like, and this also falls under the whatever you want to do with like your body. You know, like that's your business. Yeah. If
1: if women don't want to be pregnant and still want to have babies, and somebody is willing to carry their baby, right. there's no harm done here.
0: Right. Got a question for you. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Hey,
0: can you name all the songs on Fleetwood Mac's Rumors? No. <laughs> yeah, I looked at it. I was like, I couldn't either. No. Yeah, because I was... I, got, I told you off air, I think. I was listening to uh, Depeche Mode because there's a Depeche Mode cover in the trailer for this. But it, in my opinion, is the wrong Depeche Mode song. They, they, Enjoy the Silence. Yeah, it's a cover of Enjoy the Silence. But like, I was like, isn't Blasphemous Rumors, isn't that a Depeche Mode song? And I looked it up and I was like, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would have been better.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, it's not exactly on... Point.
1: But neither is Enjoy the Silence. Enjoy the
0: Silence is further off. Yeah, like, I agree.
1: Bop. I have to say that I'm a little bit disappointed that there was no Michael Hutchins.
0: Oh I know. I fucking I ran out of time.
1: How many Michaels?
0: How many Michaels?
1: <laughs> <laughs> How many Mike? <laughs>
0: If anybody wants to whip up the music for that and send me the the MP3, I will put my vocals over top of it. It's got to be like eight seconds long. Yeah. Eight eight to 15, like right in the sweet spot. Eight to 19 seconds. Uh, that'll be our, our stinger for the next time Michael is on. We play How Many
1: Michaels. Go listen to the Beverly Hills Cop episode if you haven't already. It's pretty good. So,
0: even after sleeping with Derek Kath Jones, she's... I think, still suspicious. She is. And she. this is when she starts, like, rummaging through his yearbook.
1: Yeah, she goes to a library or something Yeah, and, and finds, this, finds the yearbook.
0: The yearbook, sees both of them in it, then sees that they are together in a couple photos in the background of, like, a photo from prom. They're dancing together. And she's like, oh, not only did you go to the same school as her and definitely know each other, but it seems like you were in a relationship with
1: this person. Yeah, there's several pictures of them, like... Cozied up next to each other. Right,
0: one. and it's like it's not just like, oh, you might know her from school. It's like, you would definitely know this person. Right. So she goes to Danbury and is like, yeah, I want to ask you about students student that used to go here. And the, the, I guess the principal is like, yeah, sure, come on to my office. Which
1: didn't make any sense to no. me. No, that... and
0: she's like, Naomi Prescott? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't give out any information about any student's... Pr- pastor present and she's like wait what but you were just about to he's like thank you goodbye yeah And she looks over and the um like secretary or whatever typist typist is like looking over the top of her computer and then like ducks down so uh jones waits outside till she sees that woman exit and then she kind of just like pretends like she already knows what the story is until she can suss it out suss out the details
1: yeah she like offers her a cigarette which somehow gets the information she wants yeah Also, it's kind of funny. She smokes a different kind of cigarette several times throughout this. Oh, really? The brand changes? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I didn't notice. When she goes to hand her a cigarette, they're Marlboro Lights or something. Okay. But earlier on, she's walking down a flight of steps and she's packing uh, a pack of cigarettes against her hand. And they're the yellow American spirits. Oh, weird. And I only noticed it because I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen a pack of American spirits spirits in a minute.
0: The story is that Derek assaulted Naomi. Is it on prom
1: night? She finds that out later. Right. Derek tells her that they agreed that they were going to lose. Prom, yeah, she was going to. I don't know if it was lose their virginity, but they were had been holding together. out. Yeah, they weren't going to sleep together until prom night. They both agreed. He says it was like a wonderful experience. She regretted it. His and,
0: story is that she regretted yeah. it later, and then changed her story. Right, like, and uh, so it becomes like a he said she said narrative there for a minute, where you're like, I mean, again as the audience we don't know shit like
1: right we don't know if that's what happened or not
0: right and even though we've been shown things about Derek where it's like yeah he might be the bad guy but it's like he might also not be yeah
1: right. he might just be scorned
0: right so he might be doing a shitty thing because of this reason which would be a shitty reason not a justified reason but like, no
1: because th- he's doing the same thing to Bo and Bo is an innocent, innocent bystander yeah. in this
0: Derek kind of draws a line in the sand and is like I'm not coming clean like this is our project we're in the home stretch, like, blah, blah, blah. We got to see it through to the end. And, and Jones is like, I want to tell the police. Like, they have to... They they arrested an innocent man, you right. know, like... And she's like, you know, you coming with me, Travis? And Travis kind of pulls, like, a bros before hoes thing where he's like, uh, I he's don't like, know. He's like, I don't
1: know. But I think it's because he he's stuck between a rock and a hard place here. Yeah. He lives there right. because... Of Derek. Yeah,
0: they they do a good job, The, the whoever the screenwriter, I forgot to look up, but does a good job here of like, he's letting me live here for free, like, he's floating my rent, you know. Right, he
1: talks several times about how he can't afford his rent, yeah. and Derek seems to really believe in his art, or yeah. that's what he keeps pitching to him. Right. Like, no, you're so talented, and he's like, dude, I can't even pay you rent, like. Yeah. So you get this vibe that like.
0: He doesn't want to rock the boat.
1: No, Travis feels indebted to Derek. Right. And so he's not going to side with Jones, even if he thinks she might be right. Right.
0: And there's no definitive proof one way or the other. So yeah. so he's, he's not like, going to risk
1: don't. everything to um, go with her.
0: And she goes and talks to the cops. She talks to Detective Kelly, played by Sharon Lawrence. Uh, I know
1: her, too, but I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, she was
0: familiar. And again, nothing where I was like, oh, that's what I know her from. Right. But uh, apparently Derek talked to her first and was like well my roommate has a crush on On Bo Bo. so if she says anything about me being a rapist uh it's not true and detective (laughs) uh you know detective Kelly is like well I heard you have a crush on Bo so I don't believe anything you say and I was like that seems questionable
1: right somehow he got ahead of it but we don't know what he said
0: no no and um Kathy is you know Dejected at all this, like she's like, well, I tried to do the right thing, finally, and no one believes me, and like, whatever. So she is laying on the couch in the loft and like crying. And Derek comes in, and he's like, "It's it's fine, don't feel so bad." Blah blah blah. I'm James marston I'm being a real creep. And he yeah. comforts her, and she abruptly has a complete one eighty and uh, changes her point of view, and is like, "You know what? You're right. We don't know what happened, and that's fine. Like it could maybe 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 Bo does deserve to be arrested." It's like, the craziest thing is we did all this to her and she'll never know.
1: Yeah, she has a real strange moment where, like, he brings out something ugly in her.
0: No, I think it's that she's already starting to play him.
1: Maybe that's what it is.
0: I think she, deve- maybe in that moment, mm-hmm. develops a plan. You could be right. That every- could be when... And she- then everything... Because it's, it's hard to say when the...
1: The plan starts. ...finale of yeah. the film
0: gets set up. But I think it might be here. Because it is a really abrupt 180 for her
1: it's true also she makes a joke about him wiping her tears away with a cocktail napkin and i was like i don't know why that's so weird like, yeah <laughs> it's she's a like weird you're wiping joke.
0: my co- my tears with a t- cocktail napkin he's like isn't that appropriate it's like get it because we drink a lot
1: yeah it was such a weird i mean she is drinking in the moment but yes. like
0: yeah it's odd this is the thing because it's either this or it depends on who you think set everything up and i think it's her obviously she's our main character so right. i think it's her and i think it has to be here and yeah, she's like, we did all this to her and she'll never know. And she repeats it. She's like, mm-hmm. and she'll never know. And it cuts to James Marsden being like, hey, yeah. <laughs> so literally the next scene is, we don't know where he's going, but he is going to, uh, uh, Derek is going to Naomi's apartment, but he bumps into Bo right. on like a roof, it seems like, or some fucking alley. It's a weird location. Yeah.
1: He's like sitting up real high on a wall, yeah. Bo. And,
0: and he's like, "Hey, Bo, how was jail?" <laughs> Which is a really
1: great line. Yeah, and then Bo hops down yeah. and, in full Pacey Witter style, beats the shit out of Derek.
0: Real big rooftop fight, and he's like, he's like, "You know, he's like, you raped Naomi," and he's like, "Wait, I I heard you did," and he's like, "Did did you?" And he's like, "No," and he's like, what? "He's like, she has a real veracity problem."
1: Yeah, Derek has this moment where like. He tries to... He's on the ground. Yes.
0: Oh, he's he's getting his ass whipped.
1: Yeah. and Whipped. And he realizes that he's gonna... He's really gonna get his ass beat if yeah. he lets and, us go on.
0: And he's a manipulator, so he yeah. manipulates Bo. Bo is in...
1: Well, he is, because on. later on at the yeah. end, he says... He says... Like, this... I was hoping this would The other night when you were it. pounding the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, he he said, he appeals to Bo, and he goes, you know,
0: he's like, hey, if you didn't do it, like, I, you know, what well,
1: makes sh- you think I did it, right? And he's and- like, here, help me up. I'll tell you my side. Yeah,
0: he not he's like, help me up. Don't you want to know my side? And he goes, yeah. And he gives him his hand, and he fucking picks up a terracotta pot, right, and busts it, it across his- Bo's head. Yeah, and, but then it's the it is like the the greatest fucking fight scene line because he goes, <laughs> he goes my side's really good Uh huh. Every fucking knocks him out. Ugh. Then he goes to Naomi's and, you know, she's like, what are you even doing here? And again, he tries, he weasels his way in just by talking around things. He's like, well, you know, I know I heard what's going on and I think I can, you know, uh, shed some light on everything and whatever. So, he could, you know, he's into the apartment. She's like, just tell me what you came here to say and then get out. And he, of course, won't because it's, it's about it's manipulation. Him. Yeah. So he's like. Ah, I sees a photo of her, and he's like, I remember this, whatever, and, you know, you ruined my life. And she's like, yeah, you assaulted me. And he's like, did I? He's because like, uh, I love you, Derek, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're changing your mind, and now everybody in, in Danbury thinks I'm a rapist, my parents won't even talk to me, whatever. She's like, get out of my apartment. Um, He sees that she, you know, obviously she's been drinking, there's liquor around, and he sees a bottle of pills, and he makes note of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and he even, I think he even says, like, be careful with this. He's like,
1: pills? Yeah, he's real, like, yeah. slimy about the whole thing.
0: Well, we're even. She's like, what? And he goes, you ruined my life back then, I ruined yours now. And she's like, get the fuck out of my apartment. And then they struggle. They struggle. He pushes her down on the bed, and he says, like, just like old times or whatever. Yeah, it's Which real is, like, cheap. real fucking, yeah, yeah, real dark. Uh-huh. Um, but she, like, scratches his face and bites his hand, like, in the right. webbing between his thumb and his forefinger. She gets him out of the apartment. He leaves. It's raining. Travis is out there and sees him leaving. So that was the other thing where I was like, oh. Because then the next scene is the next morning, Jones and and Derek are at the apartment, whatever. And Travis comes in and goes, they found Naomi Prescott dead. She committed suicide. Right. And so I was like, okay, I don't think this is true.
1: Yeah, I knew that there was a rumor. He was creating another rumor. But I couldn't figure out what the end game was. Right. And
0: I was like, I don't think this is true. And I was like, oh did Travis like Travis followed him maybe to talk to him or whatever maybe because he was suspicious he saw him fight Bo you know he saw him go into the apartment like maybe saw what happened like oh okay and now he's setting up like end game right. but I think it was I think it was Jones I think that's the you know yeah. Jones was probably like hey Travis follow him right talk to Naomi you know like whatever get all this set up. Yeah, they said she killed herself, and Derek's like, "Oh boy, that's crazy." Uh, whatever, and he acts real blasé, and then he goes out on the roof and is like having a panic attack, right? Which is like wild. It's it's like out of nowhere, and it's weirdly empathetic with him as a character. Like,
1: well, yeah, because he gives you insight he, into
0: his. He internal.
1: knows he didn't kill her, right? Now he knows it looks bad because he's got scratch marks on his face. And a bite. And a bite. He
0: was there. Oh, before he leaves, he smashes the photo that he was like, I remember this photo, and he takes it with him.
1: Yeah. Smashes the frame and takes it with him. He knows his fingerprints are everywhere. He also knows that there's a possibility that people are going to blame him for either her killing herself. Right. This is now going to be investigated, and he may be considered... An accessory in some way, or that he murdered her, or whatever. Yeah. So he, uh, there's a whole lot going through his head now, because he is incriminated, despite yeah. him knowing he didn't kill her.
0: Right. Yeah, and it, I just think it's really interesting that, like, we get... Because it's not... We don't just see him do something that would allude to whatever, whatever. Like, oh, he's he's freaking out. We see it kind of his, from his perspective, like, right. where everything is heightened it's like i don't know maybe not a fish eye lens, but some kind of distorted like thing and he's it's very like heightened and and tense for just like i don't know it's like 10 seconds whatever yeah. it's him on the roof like pacing and i was like oh that's interesting that we see that cuz we don't really you know we don't really get his perspective in that way
1: we don't get to see him lose his cool very much no no it humanizes him yeah and he has been otherwise just manipulative and sort of villainous.
0: There was a, a scene cut from the film. I watched the uh, deleted scenes mm-hmm. today on the DVD where he calls home to his parents mm-hmm. at somewhere in here, I'm sure, because it's like, hey, they think I might have done something. Um, and he's trying to talk to his parents on the phone. It's all one-sided. I did read that, I guess, the voices on the other end or maybe they were going to cut to the other end were going to be played by the director's parents. Okay. But I don't know if they never filmed it or if they did but it wasn't shown here but it was just all james marston on the phone it was all one-sided there wasn't any other dialogue but it's him being like please don't hang up mom you know whatever And he's trying to like talk to his. and then he's like what no fuck you dad you know and he hangs on the phone and i don't know it was i mean it's like it's good acting and whatever it's a little janky because it's like unmixed in this form and whatever but uh i read that it was cut because it made him too sympathetic
1: he explains in the next scene once jones re- realizes yeah. that he raped naomi yes once she realizes this and she really confronts him he gets into his side of the story and anyway he says that the whole town thinks he's rapist even his parents won't speak to him they, they gave just, him the trust
0: the trust fund the yeah. trust
1: fund and have done away with him right so they already give this information elsewhere and it's in a less sympathetic form so it makes sense that they would cut that
0: yeah, no, we don't need I just think it was an interesting thing yep. to film even. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was cut further. I I get maybe narratively if you want to keep playing the is what's true, what's not, is he good, is he bad thing then showing him in a way that is like humanizing and shows him with weakness works to that end to right. make him seem sympathetic, but like it's the third act and like we don't need to continue to play the what's real, what's not because we also have a whole other layer of what's real, what's not going on. Exactly. This is my favorite. So the next, next morning, because it's immediately after that, there's the next, the next, next morning. Detective Curtis arrives. He does. And that is Edward James Olmos Mm -hmm. showing up all grizzled, looking like he's looking for Blade Runner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely, definitely a look in this film.
0: Dude, and he shows up and he's like, I'm Detective Curtis. (laughs) That's how he talks all the time. It's awesome. And, um. He, at you know, it's it's like, were you at Naomi's, Derek's like, no. How'd you get that uh, scratch on your face? He's like, oh, I was in a fight. And he goes, with Bo. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he looks worse off than you do. He's like, well, I was defending myself. He attacked me. And he's like, is that how you got the bite on your hand? He's like, oh, uh mm, yeah, sure. Right. He's like, can I get you some coffee? And he's playing real jovial. He's like, oh, hey, yeah. He's like, yeah. He puts a tea kettle on. He puts a tea kettle on. It's also, it's a triangular silver tea kettle. Yeah. It's so weird.
1: It's very weird. And I'm like. This is
0: becoming a through line on this podcast is Hunter obsesses (laughs) over weird tea kettles. Because here's the thing. If I just went to your house and you had that tea kettle, I would Mm say, that's a cool tea kettle. And I would never think about it again.
1: Right. But these were
0: chosen for movies. This was chosen for a movie. Somebody was like, we need like a tea kettle in this scene. And the prop department was like, ooh this one
1: I'm <laughs> well, like why a tea kettle
0: right well you're he making just, he
1: could have just used a coffee pot could have had a mr coffee i i don't understand i guess because it whistled yeah but like
0: maybe for tension yeah i don't for... know
1: i mean it's not he wasn't making like pour over coffee
0: no i don't know what i don't know was. what
1: the point was Doesn't but my matter. favorite
0: thing is he goes, he puts on this tea kettle, this triangular silver teapot he's like oh so you think a might have pushed her into suicide and he goes, this is a homicide investigation, which is such a fucking ice cold right. wine delivery. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. And they talk for a minute more.
1: He says, he's like, I heard she killed herself.
0: Yeah, he's like, I heard she killed herself.
1: And he said that that's not conclusive.
0: Yeah, he's like, we don't know. You know, we're investigating, whatever. And then he just leaves. Yeah. He pieces out. He's like, because he's like, can I get some coffee? He's like, yeah, Sure. He puts on coffee and then he's like, all right, leave. He just leaves him. <laughs> he's like, fuck your coffee. Yeah. I like, I just like detective shit. And I have, this is a foot, put a pin in this scene. Cause I want to come back to it when the whole movie's done. Okay. <laughs> because it's fucking amazing. When you really think about it, this is like a, you gotta really like actually live in the world that the movie exists right. in. It's fucking great. And this is my favorite character in the whole movie. And I'll tell you why when we're done. Okay. <laughs> so Derek, Sneaks in Naomi's building. Um, he he assumes the cops are watching it. I don't know. I don't know if they're like they have a patrol car or whatever. But he's just like oh, somebody's watching. So he sneaks in with like there's like a team running drills. There's a drills. car. Oh. You
1: can see the car.
0: But I was like I couldn't remember if he knew that or if we just get a shot of the car. I
1: think he spots the car and he just assumes he's being tailed. Uh, I don't think he knows for sure, and we don't know. Right. But he like there's a group of guys walking into the dorms. And he is able to like yeah, I think shuffle like up a lacrosse them. team. Yeah, or it something. looks like a sports team.
0: And so yeah, he like joins the crowd, and then like when they go left, he goes right into her building. Yeah, and he goes up, and he's like gonna go into her apartment, but the cops are in there, including the, the detective, you know, detective Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, <laughs> and so he just keeps walking, and he gets seen by Sheila. He like bumps into her,
1: who gives him a real side eye. Yeah,
0: she's real like the fuck. You know, then he leaves because like the idea I, he was maybe gonna replace the. Picture, I guess that was my guess. He or clean up, maybe. I think he I
1: maybe know. was going to see if he can remove his prints, maybe, yeah, or maybe he didn't believe for sure she was dead, maybe. I don't, we don't know. No, no, yeah, that's what I was trying was. to figure out. Why, yeah. yeah. I kind of thought he was going to go try and, like, get rid of his prints, put the picture back. and he, like I think
0: I think Curtis does say, like, uh, there's a photo of her. The picture frame was smashed.
1: And the picture's missing. The picture's
0: missing. He's like, oh, I was there when I left. He's, and he goes, oh, that was, he goes, she was alive when I left. Like, that's a, a specific thing he says. Yeah. And I think that's when Curtis is like, well, don't leave town or whatever. And he just pieces out before the coffee's done. Right. Which is all great. And, again, it's my favorite thing. We'll come back. Uh <laughs> So he goes back to the loft. He convinces Travis to lie to Detective Curtis. He's like, hey, the cops are investigating. They think it might have been a murder. Can you... Here's this photo. He gives her the picture, yeah. Yeah, he's like, just say that you took it. You went you over. You came after me. Yeah, you went over. You talked to her and you took the photo. And
1: Why but would I do that? He's
0: like, why would I do that? They'll think I did it. And he goes, no, no, you have no reason. Like, there's nothing connecting you to her, you know, except me. And you were just checking up on, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, Okay. And you're just, you know, as the audience, you're like, oh man, this motherfucker's going to Barry Travis. Uh-huh. Kathy talks to Goodwin, Eric right. Bogosian. It's like, a, hey, can I talk to you? And he's like, yeah, sit down, Jones, you know. And then it cuts to the class, and he is now filming the class. Mm-hmm. And it's, we get Eric Bogosian doing, like, this class, much like the revolution, will be televised. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I fucking love
1: it. I <laughs> love him
0: so much in this. He's so fun. He's just like having a ball. And this is when he starts, like, he's like, well, we have a dead student, you know, saying suicide, but the rumor is it might be homicide, you know, that kind of thing. And uh Derek, oh, it's Webb. Derek Webb. Mm-hmm. He goes, Webb, what are your opinion You got, you know, do you have an opinion on this thing? And he's like, oh, I don't know. just you killed yourself, whatever, whatever. And Bogosian goes, like, well, I would think you, you know, he's like, where's all your glib little shit that you said in our first scene about, like, you know, gossip is fun and, you know, whatever, whatever. And where's right. all your talk about the Bible? He's like, I thought you'd be a little happier with your handiwork. One of the students is like, are you saying that he had something to do with, you know, Naomi's death? And he goes, that's the rumor. And it's fucking, like, Eric yes, well, like and is just, like, nailing then, every line. And
1: that's when he throws Jones under the bus.
0: Yeah, he goes, uh, She's
1: the one who started the rumor.
0: Yeah, yeah they, and he tries... Righteous indignation. He's like, you all
1: spread the rumors, right? And then
0: he just pieces out hard as shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, cool. You're like, yeah, so I'm fucking watch this downfall of this guy who sucks. It's great. He comes back, and Detective Curtis and these cops are searching the loft. He's like, uh, he walks in. He's like, Jones, I. And there's cops there, yeah, and, he's, and he's, like, he's like,
1: Jones, Travis, and they're neither he neither of them come out. But he right. sees that there are cops in every room. Right,
0: and they all look at him, and he's like, uh, are my roommates here? And they're like, they're up on the roof. He goes up, talks to them, whatever. He comes down the text curse is like well we're gonna need to take you downtown uh, they found this photo the missing photo, drawer. in your sock drawer he goes oh no 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 uh that's my that's my apartment up there he goes officer whatever our for- officer o- greg or officer mcclarski yeah. found this in your sock drawer and he goes no 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 that's my apartment up on the second floor that's my room he goes yeah that's officer McClarsky, yeah <laughs> the guy standing <laughs> in the door and it's such a funny like line delivery because he was like oh no travis had it it must have been in travis's right. sock drawer and then he's like fuck
1: so this is where he throws Travis hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he he like, I need to I show, need to show, you, show something. you this.
0: Immediately. He goes, mm-hmm. he's like, I-, I love Travis and I support Travis, but like, I'm not going down for this. Look at this. Look at this is the work of a sick man. He's a sociopath. Look, oh, oh, look, that's Naomi's face. It's yeah, like, you didn't notice the 12 foot fucking headshot that he had printed up and put it on a glass wall in your apartment. You never noticed that until just now, just now. On the Well, here. no,
1: he says to the cop, I should have mentioned this sooner.
0: He, yeah, he, well, he's like, she's, he's obsessed with Naomi, but then the way he says like, look, it's, oh. Huh? look, it's Naomi's face. Like, he yeah. just noticed it. And I was like, and he goes, who would do this sort of thing? This is a sick man. Like, it's like right. the, it's the it's the desperate scrounging of a drowning man. Like, yes. it's so good. And Marsden plays it really well. He does. Because he doesn't, it's hard to, it's hard to describe. He doesn't act desperate, but you see this panic in his, like, face. like And and all tension. of his mannerisms. Yeah, he's but, very... he, but he, he sounds and he's behaving like it's, we're two bros. We're, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm talking to you. We're 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 trying to solve this together. Yeah, his like,
1: voice doesn't waver, but no, his it's all, whole yeah, his whole body is telling you a different it's, story.
0: It's a really good performance. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <and> so, <laughs>
1: Travis walks. Travis away. leaves. Well, Travis sees that he gave him up. Yeah, and is yeah, the, and he's bolts. leading
0: him into the and he takes off. He, he sees that he's leading Curtis into Travis's room, and and Travis takes off. And he goes, yeah, he's a sick man, right? Right, officer? And and Blutarski or whatever comes in. And he's like, uh, Curtis is like, where's the roommate? And he's like, uh, he just took off. He's like, get out in the neighborhood, see if you can find him. Right. And he's like, well, we found, he said, like, we got this. And it's a hairbrush in a, you know, the evidence baggie. And right. he's like, want me to take this with me? He's like, why don't you give me that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, we'll, we'll find your roommate. He's like, but I'm going to, you know, t- t- test for whatever. And he's like, well, you don't need that. That's my hairbrush. And he's like. Yeah, we'll bring your roommate in because he's got an interesting hobby. He's like, but the dead girl had skin under her fingernails. And he's like, and I got a suspect with, you know, scratches on his face and a bite on his hand. <clears throat>
1: and a motive. And a motive. Right, And
0: that's he also says a similar like don't leave town. Like he keeps telling well, him. He like,
1: says I can't do anything without with a warrant. You, without right. a warrant,
0: he's like, but I don't think it'll be hard to get one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I, I know he doesn't actually say don't leave town, but that's kind of in my head. That's how cops are always like don't leave town. <laughs> like, right. It he an said eye something
1: to him initially at the, like when he's getting coffee, like something like don't think about taking any trips or traveling. So, he says yeah, something
0: like you're right. Derek tries to then take off. Uh, like this is like the next day or yeah, later. he
1: starts packing a bag. He grabs yeah. his passport.
0: And Travis shows back up, and Travis now has a gun.
1: Yeah, it's pouring rain. Yes. Derek is on a rooftop. It's
0: on the roof. They, they're always like leaving out the, of this roof. I don't know.
1: I don't know why they leave through the roof. No. But he's on a rooftop and runs into Travis, who has a gun. And he was like, "I watched that happen. You were you were setting me up this whole time."
0: You know, he's like real nice planning the picture in my sock drawer. He's like, "Yeah." Because I thought about it for two seconds and was like, you're trying to frame me. Right. And he goes, well, now I have a gun. So we're going to go inside and you're going to confess. And so he leads them in. They have a fight in the loft. They're struggling, uh, Travis. Derek is trying to
1: disarm Travis. Yeah. And in doing so, the the gun gun fires. Goes off.
0: And they both check each other. They're like, oh, shit. Right. They check themselves. And they look over and Jones is like, and falls over. She
1: well, she, they don't she even had look come out. yet. She says Travis, and she's holding her chest. What's funny is this moves this gunshot wound because sure. she's holding her belly.
0: Yeah, kind of like belly hip area. Yeah, and
1: then when she falls to the ground and Derek goes and yeah. like grabs her, it's literally like nipple area. Yeah. it's like right on her breast. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not where she was holding. But okay, but sure. Yeah, and Derek is like, Travis, call 911. Yeah. yeah,
0: you know, then she dies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, I sorry. This is an audio medium. I just did air quotes. Yeah. She, it's okay. We're like two seconds from the reveal. So yeah. she, quote unquote, dies. Right. He's like, Travis, wait. What are we going to tell the cops? We have to get our story straight. He's like, what the fuck do you mean? Well, uh, and he comes up with a plausible, oh, there we were fighting about something else entirely, whatever. And Travis is like. We just no, tell them the truth. We just tell them the truth. Basically, Travis...
1: Well, and he also mentions, he's like, the cops are downstairs. They, yeah, probably, they probably heard the gunshot. The They're gunshot. probably coming up right now. Right.
0: And he's like, well, you just lie about everything. Anyway, why should I believe you? Why should I trust you? Like, you were just going to turn me in for a crime you committed. And he goes, I didn't kill Naomi. Yeah, sure, I raped her. But she deserved it. You right, know? he's like, and I didn't kill her. And I didn't kill her. her. Here's the big reveal, the prestige. Apparently everyone in the whole movie has been hiding in the apartment now mm-hmm. because Naomi and Bo come down from upstairs. Eric Bogosian is back there with a video camera. Uh, obviously Jones, Jones, Jones is not dead. She rises like Jesus from the grave. Well,
1: and at this point he realizes that Travis recorded him. Yes. Because he plays back.
0: Yeah. When he says like, oh, I did it. You know, yeah. whatever. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I did it. And it's like, oh no. Right. What's this now? My favorite... Okay, wait. Oh, I gotta find... So this is when Bo says the other night when you were pounding the shit out of me and I was like, (laughs) hot. Those two in 2000? Woo! It's called Rooftop Rendezvous. Yeah, it is. And it is filthy. Um, (laughs) Jones explains the whole thing, which is like, ah, we got you to confess and, like, these aren't real cops. Naomi wasn't dead, so these aren't real cops. And she goes, and this is where it's my favorite thing ever. Oh, Detective Curtis? That's really, like whatever his real name is, he's a driver for Naomi's father. Yeah. And I was like, wait a fucking second. (laughs) Are you serious? I was like, this motherfucker needs to quit that job Uh, uh, and go into acting because (laughs) he's so fucking good. He's so good at playing a detective. Uh Uh-huh. Like, the fact that he, as like a guy who drives a car for her rich father... They're like, pretend to be a detective. Go and scare him a little. And he's like, yeah, I'll have a cup of coffee. And then he leaves before the coffee's on. I was right. like, that is like, that's like genius level acting like shit. Like, I'm being like, I think my character would peace out before the coffee. He was
1: waiting his whole life for that moment. Yeah, dude. This
0: motherfucker needs a new <laughs> career as the greatest act. Like, you telling me that that character couldn't get hired on L.A. Law? He's
1: the next Columbo.
0: NYPD Blue. Dude, I would watch that. <laughs> But in real life, also, I would watch Edward James almost solving crimes in the in the 2000s. Yeah. Showing up and being like, yeah. And like, because <laughs> this is in like a fallow period. Edward James almost, you know, had like a 90s run mm-hmm. where he was like in a lot of stuff, medium to high profile stuff, uh, ensemble, you know. Right. Rarely the lead. And then, you know, I'm sure he appeared in a bunch of movies like this where it's like, oh, I didn't know he was in this until yeah. he showed up. And I was like, oh, shit. But then he, he makes a resurgence in Battlestar Galactica. hmm and so, like, when he's, like, staring fucking, like, dead-eyed <laughs> at James Marsden. into him. Yeah, I was just, like, in my head, I was just like, get the hell off my bridge, chief. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could hear, like, in my head. Dude, he's so good on Battlestar. It's, like, incredible. Uh... Um, yeah, no, I was just, like, because I thought they were going to say, like, cops... Helped us set this up, or he's a private detective that. Yeah, I thought father. they were going to say he was a private detective. But or the something. fact that he's just a, he's driver, a driver, I was like, that dude's an incredible actor, right? That dude's like incredible. He never breaks. <laughs> no, he's like, holy shit, dude. I
1: also love the idea that not only did they have all these people in on Every, this, yeah, the whole class, yeah. was oh, under the impression she was was
0: dead. dead. Yeah, they they thought that was all real, like right. they you gotta clear that with like the principal right and... like
1: this had to go through more than the pr- like this, the dean like yeah. it had to be everybody everybody
0: i guess bogosian uh goodwin yeah has a lot of pull
1: i guess he, that's the impression i got
0: like i some... mean he's got
1: a whole ass tv camera in it's true
0: yeah so maybe he's like hey a student came to me with this you know information she has a wild fucking cockamamie plan <laughs>
1: or maybe he just used it as like this is going to be a lesson in my class. Yeah, maybe. But I need to convince my class that this student is happened.
0: Yeah, we got to make we got to trick this kid into confessing to a crime.
1: And in the 2000s that might have flown.
0: And also they don't address it cuz the movie just pff, hard out ends right there. Yeah. But the statute of limitations is up on the actual crime. Mhm. Um, I mean, I, he didn't file a police report. He just started a rumor. So there's no crime there. Like Bo getting arrested. There's no false imprisonment. Well, or.
1: he could be tried for libel, probably. Sure. If, if, if Bo pressed charges.
0: But they also have no evidence. Because, like, Jones is the one that officially started the rumor. right they 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 drive that home a lot through the film that she's the one who first started it i guess technically
1: he gets away with everything he does he doesn't he isn't
0: punished but now everybody knows and they have proof that he did this thing right so like he can't ever i guess theoretically can't ever do it again because they can i don't know but he could
1: yeah, I mean, nothing's stopping him. He's
0: rich. He'd go to a whole other coast. This is only 2000. Like, it would it would take a decade for that to catch up with him if he just went to another school on another right. coast and was uh, also a shitbird out there. Yeah. Yeah, 2000s was a dark time. But, like, the ending of this is so satisfying. hmm Because it is, like, you know, I just really wasn't sure where it was going. I, I, I figured she wasn't dead. Right. But I didn't know what the end game was.
1: I wasn't sure exactly where they were going with it. Yeah. It wound up having an uh, only murders in the building type reveal. <laughs> and, like, it had, it
0: had. They got squibs?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it's wild. It's a real movie movie where you're just like. What they do and don't explain ever is funny to me. Because, yeah, it's like. Right. At no point were they like, oh, I also did special effects on a movie once. Like, there's no. Right. It's like, where did you get squibs and blanks and like, isn't that shit like hard to come by? (laughs) I love that. Yeah. They were just like, now everybody hide upstairs (laughs) for an an unknown amount of time. Right. We don't know. It's not like, have you ever thrown a surprise party? You know how hard it is to get that many people to stay quiet for that long? And hide.
1: And hide. And it's just like,
0: and you're going to do that and be like, now just everybody stay hidden. We really don't know when he's coming back.
1: Maybe they were all on the roof,
0: <laughs> dude. It's so wild that they just like <laughs> Bo and her descend from upstairs, and Bogosian comes out of like the back bedroom or whatever, right. and he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, "Get the fuck out of here!"
1: <laughs> it's it's wild.
0: It is really wild. So that's gossip. That's it. Um, is there anything else in the film that you wanted to talk about?
1: There's only one, and I just. I just liked it because it felt so timely. There's a scene that we don't actually talk about, but initially, right when this rumor is first spread, Bo and Naomi go to a restaurant. He realizes that Naomi's upset with him, and she's like, tell me what happened. Like, everybody's saying that we slept together, and, like, I was passed out, and what happened? Tell me what happened. And he's like, nothing happened. Like I left, you were yeah. passed out and I left. And she's like, that, that's not what your friends are saying. Your friends are saying that you told them something happened. And anyway, they get into an argument and you realize at this point that the person who is cooking the food is Jones. She is standing by a window at a grill or something, a griddle and she's cooking food and she's watching this play out. And they get into a big fight and one of them storms off. I don't remember if it's yeah, Bo or Naomi or both, maybe they both storm off. But as they go through the door, there is a Candlebox concert advertisement on the door. And I was like, oh, man, that is <laughs> timely. Yeah,
0: that is locked in. Um was the song, You? Yeah. Was that them? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so good.
1: But I was like, Candlebox. All right. That's the only thing that, that I didn't mention that I thought was kind of funny.
0: There's some good dialogue in this that I liked. Uh, just like little things here and there. I, I mentioned a lot of them, but when Travis like strikes out, at the bar in the first scene, mm-hmm. uh, Derek says, the sea is wide and full of fish. Yeah. I <laughs> just like that. As, like, your bro being like, don't worry, man. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead I'd be like, there's plenty of fish in the sea. The sea is wide and full of fish. I was like, okay. Yeah, it's better. It is. Um, it's got some stank on it. Also, Travis, at one point, when they're tracking the evolution of the rumor, he's like, oh, fact. <laughs> I swear to God, he says this. <laughs> It's, it made me laugh so hard I was like what get this out of the script <laughs> like they don't know what to do with Travis as a character right. just, he's like the jack of all trades like wild card yeah. he's whatever they need him to be in a scene because he's like really awkward and self doubting but maybe a genius kind of throughout the whole yeah. movie it's just like what is he like they don't really nail it down but I love he goes he's like oh facts shift with perception I could track this algorithmically
1: oh my god yeah <laughs>
0: I was like, all right, fucking...
1: Settle down, Travis. Calm down,
0: Travis. It's 2,000. You're not tracking shit algorithmically. Stop it. I could track this algorithmically. And I, was, I, I went, bah! I barked. I paused it, and I was like, I got to get this word for word, and I took it back so I could write down the exact quote. Is that all my... I think that's... I mean, Bo, how was jail? <laughs> made me laugh. That's a great way to... If you're going to get in a fight, that's a good that's way. That's way to start it. Hey, Bo, how was jail? Yeah. He says a real cheery. <laughs> A especially if Bo is like I think you put me there that's yeah. funny the score in this is weird it does these weird like I have no other way to think of it than chuffing noises like it's not music it's like like it does these like percussive things like at times to I guess build tension it's I didn't even notice that I did notice it the first time I watched it I watched it again today I had it right, on while yeah. I was getting set up and I so I wasn't looking at it as much I was like setting up the computer mm-hmm. and it was like duh, duh. and I was like what? <laughs> yeah weird. it's it's weird it's not bad, it's just odd. Yeah. Oh, and then during
1: the credits, why you gotta be so mean to me. <laughs> yeah. By tonic. Real, real strange closing uh I was like, this soundtrack song. has been
0: all kind of like dark wavy right. and then like that for comes the most on. part. And then it ends with tonic.
1: Yeah, it becomes the end of Rockstar.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are we doing here? So yeah. Uh tonic and then fucking because i like tonic i got nothing yeah against tonic. i mean i don't either that song is catchy it just it's it was weird in this it didn't thing.
1: yeah it didn't fit for me but and
0: it doesn't fit the feeling of end of the movie it doesn't fit the theme of the movie really
1: it's no like mean to who
0: yeah anything in this that like anybody who would have been victimized is more than just being mean
1: Right, it's more than being mean, and now those people are justified.
0: Yeah, the Tonic song is not, why you gotta falsely imprison me? <laughs> like, that's that would have worked. It doesn't it doesn't roll off the tongue as well, Tonic, but- But
1: it, it works. But it would work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how about I fought the law and the law one? Maybe yeah, that's means, a better I don't, like, I don't know. But I was just like, I laughed at that too. I was like, really? I was like, a Tonic song at this time? Yeah, no, that's gossip. From two thousand, uh, I'll, I'll go first. I would say I, th- I think this is a great watch because um, it's it's a solid little thriller. It does the big, big, big asterisk caveat is like subject matter. It's it's right. it's going to be uh, too much for some people. It's not in, in some people's wheelhouse. Totally get that. If this is okay with you, if you can handle it, then, because it's not, again, it's not a graphic movie at all.
1: No, you don't actually see anything.
0: No, yeah, there's nothing graphic in that way. It is just conceptually very grim. Right. It it deals with some heavy subjects, but if that is cool with you, that doesn't bother you. Yeah, I think this is a great watch. It's really well made. The performances are good. It's a reasonably tight little thriller. Not really elaborate. But it does a lot with, you know, it's set up and, and it pays it off well. It's And it's it's fun. There's, there's good direction throughout, but nothing like super duper flashy. Yeah, um, I agree. The director directed a lot of uh, videos and documentaries. Um, okay. Since this, he's mostly done like political documentaries. Interesting. Um, I guess like campaign trail stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, there's nothing flashy in this, but it, there is some stuff where I'm like, oh, it's a cool shot. That's a nice shot. Right. This looks good. It doesn't fall into late 90s, early 2000s stuff of like... Like, the night shots, even though it's at night sometimes, and also raining, you mm-hmm. can see everything.
1: Yeah, the only weird shot is the opening shot for me.
0: What's the opening shot?
1: Uh, the, it's, like, overhead of a bunch of, like, library desks or something. Oh, yeah. And students, and, like, the words are the, mirroring what themselves.
0: The fuck? I literally, that's my first note, is what is with this opening animation? Because, yeah. yeah, the title comes in, it comes out of the center of the screen, like a Rorschach test. Right. Like, uh, on the, it's the same on both sides and then spins around and becomes clausteating. Yeah, yeah, I was like what is this?
1: It, it was a real strange opening. Yeah. It should have either
0: it should have been like the classroom for yeah. Bagosean's class or the, maybe the street outside the bar and then they get out of the car and go into the bar for yeah, so the know. opening scene it's, or something but yeah, you're right. It is And it's
1: weird. unnecessarily disorienting. I don't know what the goal was.
0: Ooh, gossip! We're gonna get you to think at it, think about it from a new perspective. It's like no, well, you don't have to like,
1: you don't have to literally make me look at something in a weird perspective. Right. though. I get what you're going for. Also, and it's, it's not, too heavy handed.
0: It's not the Pelican brief. We're yeah. not in a library at all. In this, no, we're not looking up shit. Stop it. Not a perfect film. Not a oh, must absolutely must watch. But if I was gonna fall one way or the other, I would say this is a great watch. It's I had a lot of fun with it. And it, it is. It's a good assortment of actors giving really good performances. And it's people you probably know because they've been on very popular TV shows that you are probably aware of. Right. Um, and one of them is Friends with Sonic the Hedgehog. So, yeah, I would say this is a great watch. Yeah. Um, although, it did, again, not enough Joshua Jackson.
1: No. Needs more Josh.
0: But... But he's good in it. Like He does a good job of where you're like, I don't know if I like him or not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, because you can't get a a real uh, read on him, no. No,
0: No, there's the scene, the interrogation scene where he is also, he's being withholding. He's lying. He
1: says the wrong thing.
0: Yeah. He's like, like, we made out and then
1: I left. And then she passed out and I left. And then the cop says, you know, you don't remember her saying no. You don't remember her protesting. You don't remember her saying stop. And then he says, well, she was, but she didn't. And she's like, what? She didn't mean it. Right and he's like well no that's not and you know he's getting caught yeah. up in his words. And so yeah. now you're not really sure of his motive.
0: Because at this point at that point in the movie you're like it might maybe this happened. We don't know what the truth is. We don't know.
1: Yeah, cuz he kind of blows it all off and then she says well we so, somebody overheard you brag to your buddies about it. Yeah. And he doesn't correct her? No. Like he wasn't really bragging. He said that he wouldn't tell.
0: Yeah, he goes uh, I just let them think what they wanted to. Think.
1: Yeah, but he says I let them think what they wanted to think, but he doesn't ever really correct no, that. no. He he could have said, no, that's not what I said. No, what I is, said was this.
0: This is 2000s era. We, right. We didn't have a, the, the term for it, but it's toxic masculinity. It's the like, well, I can't admit I didn't have sex. I can't right. admit I didn't get laid.
1: Right. Ugh.
0: That's like uh, we've been watching The Simpsons and uh, there's that episode of it's uh, where Skinner hooks up with Mrs. Krabappel. Uh-huh. And it's it's actually, now that I think about it, a lot like the film Gossip. Oh, um, They're making out in uh, a hall closet. Bart gets every kid, and he's like, come with me. And he opens the door, and they're making out. Okay. And it whispered down the lanes until it's Ralph Wiggum telling his dad, Chief Wiggum, who's like, they were, what does he say? Basically, like, he basically says like they were having sex in the closet. And he's like, uh, and then they had a baby in the closet, and the baby looked at me. Like, oh. it's this long thing, and, and Chief Wickham goes, that baby looked at you? Um, and that's the... That, so, Superintendent Chalmers is going to fire one of them, and right. they have till the end of the day to figure out who it is, or maybe it's both of them, whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, you were having sex in front of the children. It's like, no, and, and the way that they get all this, you know... They end their relationship, but Skinner comes clean that he has never... He's, I've... Uh, in fact, I've never had relations. And then they go, like, oh, well, a 40-year-old man would never voluntarily say that if it wasn't true or whatever. Right. Okay. I was like I watched that, you know, not that long ago and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that would roll out very differently today.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like not that, you know, I don't think I don't think that's a bad episode. That's actually a great episode. It's yeah. very touching the whole, you know, their whole relationship. But our views on sexuality and what is uh, you know, I mean like there's always gonna be people who are like, Oh, you're a virgin or whatever. It's right. like who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> what, what businesses business is of yours? And even if I voluntarily told you, who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the same weight it had then. I think.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we've come as far as we have in 23 years. Uh, wish we'd maybe come a little further. I think. There's... I'm glad
1: that we can talk about. Yeah. When we come and how far we've come. That's true. <laughs> you measure too. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Gotta make sure it doesn't shift around.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna be sure it's straight. Gotta get it recalibrated.
1: <laughs> Recalibrate it.
0: I think watching this now from a, a modern day perspective, it's going to seem a little out of date with uh, some of the you know points of view and stuff, but it's not.
1: Uh... It wasn't for its time.
0: No, it wasn't for its time. And also, I don't think it's a negative. No. Uh, it doesn't. You know, it's not it's not glorifying. It. It's not like watching like revenge of the nerds where like the climax of the film is sexual assault i don't care how cute you try to make it uh or whatever like stuff like that where you're like oh boy this really aged poorly like this isn't that this is uh yes this is pretty good yeah like i said except for some heavy subject matter which is going to be heavy no matter when you watch it right you know yeah this is a great watch so you concur i do
1: i wasn't sure going into it if it was going to be any good because i hadn't heard about it and I thought it was weird that I hadn't heard about it cuz it really ticks all the boxes for what I would have watched at the time. Yeah. It has a lot of people in it. I like I think Kate Hudson's great in like everything. Yeah, she um,
0: she's very she's not much of a character. She this.
1: doesn't she doesn't get a whole lot of of screen time even though most of the story is about her. Yeah. I think she's really great in this. The the bits that she has. Uh Josh Jackson I think is really great in this. Yeah. I there isn't a bad performance in this. It's it's no. really well played. I thought that the dialogue was better than I had expected. I thought that it maybe wasn't so well written. When I went to go put it on today, there was a rating that had come up. It was like 5.6 stars out of 10 or something. And I was like, ooh. But <laughs> yeah. I try not to put too much stock into that. Yeah. Everybody's got their different flavors. So I try not to put too much stock into it. And I hadn't read anything about it prior. So I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. But... It kept me intrigued. Where is this going? What is the goal here? And what is Derek hiding? And what is Bo hiding? And how are they going to tie this all up? It did a good job of keeping my attention. I thought the soundtrack was great. I think that the direction of it was... it, It gave me that warm nostalgia feeling it felt like everything else that had come out at that time
0: yeah it looks like a movie from around this yeah
1: time. and not in a bad way no no um, it fits right in there it's real time capsule and um, like this
0: the fashion it's not like a big but like i said there's a lot of like short kind of pushed down hair there's yeah. a lot of coats
1: it gives a lot of that like 90s academia vibe yeah like
0: pseudo boho like sorta. everybody
1: who'd hang out in a coffee shop yeah I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I probably would watch it again.
0: Yeah. This is something, yeah, I could throw on. I I mentioned Copycat at some point during the episode. Maybe that got cut out. (laughs) But uh, this is like that where it's like, oh, it's not like an amazing movie, but it does what it's doing really well. Mm -hmm. Where anytime you watch it, you're not going to be disappointed, but you're not, it's not going to, it's not going to blow your socks off.
1: No, this is not probably going to be your favorite movie. Yeah. But I think you'll enjoy it. You'll have a good time watching it. Um, Yeah,
0: definitely. You have probably, if you watch thrillers- You've probably seen a worse thriller. Absolutely. Well, cool. Yeah, thanks for picking this. Because I, yeah, this was one where I was, like I said, vaguely aware of it. So I'm glad to have watched it again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish I had watched it in 2000 when it came out. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I picked it. Um, Yeah, I like when we
0: can cover something on here that's like not completely forgotten, but just like a lesser known thing. Yeah. Because like, especially if it's something like this where you're like, oh, check it out. Yeah. Like, I like turning people on to something that they might like. And I feel like a lot of people might like this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, Tina, where can people find you?
1: Uh, You can find me on Instagram, TinaDillonArt.
0: Uh, you know what I heard? I heard Tina has a link tree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's linktr.ee slash TinaDillon. And you can find all my stuff there.
0: Right on. Uh, well, you can uh, find us uh, also on our link tree, it's a different tree. <laughs> uh it's linktree slash hwgw and that's all of our social media it's us on movie john it's us uh and, you know all the listening places like itunes and spotify and stuff and um you know if the movie is streaming you'll be able to find uh you know where you can stream it uh on our link tree and get new episodes every other wednesday that's every other wednesday on movie anywhere you get podcasts and please consider donating to the movie john Patreon. It's patreon.com slash movie J-A-W-N. Uh, I believe that's it. That's it. Thank you for listening. Tina, thanks for coming. Thanks for picking this movie.
1: Thanks for having me. And you know what I
0: heard? What'd you hear? I heard the episode's over now.
1: Oh. You know, I heard that too. Goodbye. Bye. That. It's not what I'm thinking of though. There's Are movie... you thinking
0: of Murder by Numbers with Sandra no. Bullock?
1: No, there's a movie Sandra Bullock.
0: Um Well, you look it up, I'm gonna pee again.
1: It's like it's computer related. The net. The net! It's the net. <laughs> the net. The net. That's it. Mm-hmm.
0: This has been a Movie John podcast.